following program is a proud member of the Palava family of podcasts. Check out all the shows over at palava.com. That's P-A-L-A-V-I.com. I will now perform my people's native dance. It says here that this part of the hustle implores the gods to grant a favor, usually a trans am. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. Too obvious. Madam, you are a clear and present danger to the safety and security of this nation. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe. In awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Reveal to us God's will that we may blindly obey. Free us from thought and responsibility. We shall read things off you. Then do them. Your words guide us. We're dumb. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Are you serious? I just, I just told you that a moment ago. All right. All right. Here we are. Yep. Yep. I how you doing? A thing in my headphones. Yeah. All right. How about that? Lovely. That's no, good. That adds, might keep me focused. It adds to the voices in my head, so that's always good. Well, it's your voice, so <laughs> we have episode one hundred and city six. Wow, which is kind of like fifty five. Yeah, but but it's eleven more. more. Eleven. <laughs> the more goes to eleven. Yeah, I want to thank right off the bat. I want to thank uh, Tommy for leaving the bottle of Jameson <laughs> because it. It hopefully is going to work the kink out in my back that I've been able to get rid of for so like so a week. You got to hang out with some folks at Rock. Yeah, Shop. they're all bastards. Yeah, every, every last one except for Whitney, but every last one of them and Erica. Yeah, Emily definitely. But no, no, everybody was great. It was a lot of fun. It actually made the convention. It made Rock and Shock more fun because. Saturday was just way too it was jam packed. So it was it was the busiest we'd ever yeah. seen it. So like we just stayed at the table. Cool. Do you have a lot of people come over? Yeah, more more and more every year, which yeah. is nice. So the uh screening for Chillerama, we got about a hundred people. Yeah, oh I sent you that picture. Which that was is kind of fun to see. Which is tough. To, what, what picture? Did you get the picture I sent you of the Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With no tickets sold yet. With no tickets sold. Yeah, yeah. sorry about that, but no, I just well, thought you would yeah. it would be good like you No, that was it. nice. It's in the system. That's definitely nice. The toughest thing, uh the greatest part about getting a hundred people to the Chillerama screening at Rock and Shock is that they were doing a Nightmare on Elm Street panel with the main guy from part two. Yeah. With King Cade from part three. I think Miko Hughes from New Nightmare was there and Robert Englund. Yeah. They were all talking about Nightmare on Elm Street when our screening went down so that's cool not bad i was just pretty happy about that so hopefully this one on the 28th at hollywood hits tickets available online now 
at hhdt.com. Hopefully that one will get the same amount of people, maybe more. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. There, I got all the all the plugs are in. That yeah, was no, great. That's Thank good. you. That's good. So, uh, Tommy, if I'm a slurring mess at the end of the show, it's your fault because I'm self-medicating my back pain with Jameson because no one I know has any drugs. Yeah, no one. No one. Yeah, no, I don't. Those days are over. That's all right. I just Um, wanted one Vicodin or something, but it's okay. You've got Tums and Jameson, so I know what the hell I can make basically a f- the same foaming thing. mess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, so you met Reverend Scott, yeah? How what was that like? He tried to bless me. Yeah, I kicked him in the nuts. Good, good, right? Yeah, yep. excellent. Yep, mission accomplished. That's all I wanted to do all weekend. Yeah, no, I think it's worth it. That's the only reason I'm going down I was racking my brains thinking of how, like, could I get out there that weekend to just get out there, but there was just no way. Um, So, because that would have been fun to meet some folks. So. I'm sure something else will come up. Yeah. So, where's he from? Wait, I'm going to Chicago next week. No, I think you should email him. Hmm. I think I will. Is he closest? Is he close to there? I'm not entirely sure exactly where he is. Yeah. He's kind of keeping that kind of nebulous at this point. I mean, we knew where he had to come from, what airport he had to come from. Yeah. So we could, so Bill could pick him up. Right. But as to the exact, you know, yeah. Try to track him down. Yeah. He's got people after him. (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) Yeah. So. I had, um, I started to tell you before we started that I had Verizon come to my house. Yeah. So better than coming on your house. I know. Well, my house is white, so. Um, yeah, but you, I mean, I know. Leaves and shit would stick to it's it. It's been raining, so that's fine. Um, good point. Not saying I want a bunch of people jacking off in front of my house again. <laughs> anyway, um, fucking so, hippies. Now, the whole thing was, and I, I had this really good conversation. Finally, I had a good conversation with some tech guy at, um, at Verizon. Okay. And, and we determined that the, there was, I was getting a lot of wireless interference from the police and fire department near my house. So that's why my It was definitely was them. Spotty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There couldn't be anything else. There's nothing. I mean, my phones, you know, my house phones, they don't interfere. So, right, but that's right. the thing. And, and it's erratic. So... Um, but anyway, so we decided, okay, we'll have somebody come out and hardwire it so that it's just hardwired right into my computer. Right. So the guy shows up, he's just like, all right, so, um, what are we doing here? Like, um, isn't there a work order? We're going to, I guess I need a new Jack or something. I don't know what the fuck I need. I just, I need that to be plugged in. Yeah. Okay. Well, we could do this. We could do this. I'm like, okay. Um, I'm just, I'm going to watch a movie while you're doing this. So I'm just <laughs> here to let you in the house. I, I don't know why this is a team effort here. Yeah. And it really, it kind of took him a while to sort of realize what he was doing. I hate you're kidding me. Verizon. I want to punch Verizon. Yeah, but that's face. like all cable places. It took the, for the guy to drill through our plaster wall. He burnt out two drill bits to do it. Like they just, they just wouldn't drill anymore. Oh my God. I'm like, yeah, every house you work in is wood and fucking sheetrock. Yeah. 
Welcome to the Flintstone house. We're made out of rock. <laughs> so, Actual rock. But I'll tell you, it was delightful when it was done. Yeah. So it was funny because before that, when I was trying to download my, you know, porn updates for, uh-huh. um, you know, my porn. No. For um, xvideo.com. Exactly. Yeah. No. So I was trying to, you know, get my updates for my iPhone and stuff like that. It was saying like, like it would start at like 78 minutes. <laughs> no, no, no. Two hours, three hours, 55 hours. I'm like, what the fuck? That was with the wireless. Wow, it must suck and then the I, torrent shit at your house. No, it's actually- Or so it's, I've heard. It's not that bad with that stuff. I really? Mean, but it's so much better now. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, like like four minutes for a show. So, not even. So, from what I've heard, you heard with purred. Yeah. So, Sorry. um- so uh no you lost <laughs> i'm gonna be very time. random tonight yeah i guess so so uh but no now then i got the updates in like like 15 minutes yeah they downloaded by the of course time it took forever to install them though, well once didn't it, it installed yeah. and then you had to you know tweak the notifications yeah. and all and that and then shit. after you after you update the the phone it takes all your your very specific memorized groupings and just vomits them all over the rest of the phone. Yeah, it's When the fuck weird. did I end up with eight pages of apps? Well, you know what? What bugged me is like stuff I deleted a long time ago, and this was happening uh, for a while. Did you delete like, it out of the computer, though? No, because yeah. sometimes I'll put stuff back on my phone. Right. Right? Yeah. But it was putting stuff back on my phone, and I'm like, what the fuck? I don't want yeah. it anymore. Yeah. You know? I thought I had an error. Like, I thought iTunes had a glitch in it because... It kept it kept showing my phone in iTunes and it's in my fucking pocket. I'm like, what the fuck? I keep I don't wanna I how oh shit, yeah, wireless. Yeah. Ah, yeah. damn it. I forgot that it did the wireless. But it only does um, it when it's connected to see, power. No. Really? Yeah. I thought well, it was when it was connected to well, power. Well let's well let's see. If this doesn't fuck up the recording, I will open up iTunes. Okay, so yeah, it was really confusing because I would see it and then I would I would I would you know eject yeah. it and then it would show up again. Like motherfucker. Yeah. Okay, have so you, see, has your, see right there it shows up. Has your iPod like your music app? Now I don't like, use it. Been weird cuz mine's been a little weird. Right? So there's there's my phone. It's right here in my hand. It's not connected to anything. And is and it's doing its whole update. Starting sync. Oh, that's cool. And if you look oh, at wow. the top next to the Wi-Fi yeah. thing, it's got the sync thing. It doesn't yeah, have cool. to be plugged in. Oh, neat! Because I remember when they were talking about it that it was all like, "Oh, just plug it in." But yeah. I mean, maybe it's just to like you know, hey, plug it in and sort of conserve your battery. It did say it did say you can do it overnight from wherever it's plugged yeah. in. So I'm curious. I want I want to see if um, when I'm at work. On their Wi-Fi, will it show up at home? It probably wouldn't. <laughs> that would be really interesting, though. No, it shouldn't. So there, see, it's uh, it's copying my Safari safe browsing data. Cool. I do like um, the reading list thing on Safari. Hmm. Um, I like... Oh, I am a little disappointed in aspects of the cloud thing. Okay, I'm still not... I mean, I thought the other day it was great. Bill sent me a text. He's like, hey... Didn't you take pictures of me with that dude from Chrome Skull? And I said, I didn't say anything. I just looked at my stream and every picture I had taken over the weekend, like all 300 of them. Ends up right there. But they were on my phone too. Yeah. 
and yeah, I'm like photo I'm, stream. So thing. I just I just forwarded a large one to the desktop at work. Like I emailed it so I could, you know, tag it and do all the right. and rename it and all that. But if I didn't, I wouldn't have had it. Yeah. So yeah, that cool. part it's I fun. like. Yeah. What don't you like? Um, with iCloud, right? Because it does, you know, your calendar, you know, your email. If you do like the me dot com address that they yeah, give I haven't you. done that yet. So. Um, your contacts and your calendar and stuff. Those are the two big things that right. I needed. Um, and it was supposed to be like documents too. Right. Now, I thought it was going to be similar to Dropbox. Are you familiar with Dropbox? Yes. Okay. Now, with Dropbox, you can, you have a little folder, you know, over in the finder and you've got, you know, you just throw stuff in there. And right. it's just, and it's, it's, then it, I can get it on my, I have Dropbox for my phone. I have Dropbox on my laptop okay. and it's there when I need it. Okay. okay. I right. can go to any computer, go to my account on dropbox.com yep. and I can get documents and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Great. Wait, is this playing into the problem with the cloud? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So just making sure with the cloud, um, I, I really, I thought it was going to be like, so I start a document on my phone. Right. If I can start a document on my phone, it'll go up to the cloud. But then I have to download it to, like, and then I I'll go on to like iCloud.com, uh-huh. and I've got a, I can see that document that started, and then I have to download it to my computer to oh, use really? it. It doesn't just oh wait, show is that up because you don't have there. a you don't have a dot me account? No, because I do have a dot me account. Oh, I don't. So it just oh, okay. it just. There's an extra. There's an extra step there that I really didn't want to take. Okay, yeah, it that I have I mean, to take but now, which it is doesn't kind do of with, with photos and stuff, though. No, it doesn't do that. With, no, it doesn't. But you do know that what? Photos, so on my phone now, on on my calendar, I have um, the stuff that Ellen put in her iPod on her calendar. Uh-huh. Her stuff showed up on my phone. So why wouldn't your notes just push to? Whatever is it a setting? Maybe, no, I'm t- no, because I'm not talking about notes. I'm talking about like like with a Pages document. Oh, oh, oh. wait, is Pages is that an? That's Apple like the word. Program? Yeah, that's like okay. the word. The okay. word processing thing. I that turned I, the headphones I down a so, little bit. Um, so yeah, it just it, there's an extra step that I thought I could avoid. I thought I could get rid of Dropbox altogether, but I can't. Well, maybe maybe so, that's in an update. Maybe I, I that would be good because I want to avoid that extra. Yeah, maybe they just couldn't get step. the functionality working. Perfect. What would be cool is if there was almost like an, like with Google, there's like Google Docs, right? Where you can, um, you know, you can edit your documents and stuff like that. So if there was almost like a, yeah. So if there was like a Pages, um, web application that I made changes there, and it would push it to my ios device that would be right i would right, like right. that so so i can make changes from wherever and that I don't doesn't have to sound do like it's that step. far away no it doesn't but it would be better if it was like that so well yeah i mean everything would be better if we had it now so um <laughs> but otherwise i'm uh i'm i'm happy with the update yeah so it, the, my music like my ipod app seems to be a little weird because it's like playing music and then it's huh. it's just being weird you're not having an overheating issue with it are you no not at all i've uh oh wait that's maybe that's the 4s some people on uh, at&t have been saying that they have an overheating issue and it's and then it can't read the sim card that's weird yeah um i did try that new cards application i don't the know new what cards that is. app 
um, you can make greeting cards and mail them, and people will get like a physical really hard. Yeah. Huh. So I did. I did one. I put Wait, one where together. Where is that? It's in the app store. It's oh yeah, called Cards, and it's pretty cool. It's um, huh? Yeah. See, this is like one that I sent to Julie, and then you can look oh, on the inside. Nice. And um, and how much? How much is each card? Is it different for each one? It's two ninety nine. Well, that's not and bad. and it mails it, so it's the card and postage, which is kind of what you would spend on a card, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I sent one to Julie on the seventeenth. She hasn't gotten it yet, so it's okay. been a couple days. Right, right. So that's not um, too it's bad. Been a few days. Um, yeah. So I'll be curious. It'll probably show up tomorrow, I think. So huh. and it was funny. I mentioned to Julie, I'm like, oh, you know, I, I sent you a card. She's like, oh, that's really sweet. I'm like, yeah, I want to see how this app works. She's just like, you're an <laughs> asshole. I thought you were being nice. Well, I have two like, apps. I have two apps that I've used. Um, I have Vlingo, yeah, which I which I I showed you earlier. We did a Google search for dildos, and yeah. I called you a bitch. It's basically a poor man's Siri, yeah, because it doesn't talk to you, but it will write text. Although when you speak to it, you have to enunciate, yeah, very well. Yeah. So and it doesn't. I'm guessing because like one of the one of the big selling points of Siri is that'll kind of it'll kind of it'll get your accent. Right? Yeah, it'll yeah. learn. Yeah, it'll learn. But I'm okay. I'm okay with with you know because if I'm driving and uh, I just need to send like a hey I'm ten minutes away yeah I can say that clear enough that it can understand right. me. Um, well, with something like that, you have to say you know, text Ellen. I will be ten minutes away. Yeah. Okay. Which is basically Whereas, like as opposed to Siri, you could just say tell my wife I'll be late. True. Text true. my wife that I'll be late. Yeah, but so, I mean that's not even so bad. I mean, because I've never had anything like that, so honestly, that's awesome. Because I don't, yeah, oh I don't yeah, have no, no, no. I think it's shit. cool. And I've tried it at work when the projector's running, uh, or with the window down, yeah. or the radio on, and it can, it can, it can pretty, pretty well. Uh, it can, it can, it can pick your voice out pretty well. That's cool. And the other app that I got was an app for a TV show. <laughs> Okay, I got the app for Pen and Teller Tell a Lie. Okay, how come I can't get Vlingo? V L I N G O. I think so. Yeah, I have. It comes up Vlingo Voice app. Yeah, but then it says no matches in the App Store. Huh? That's weird. That is weird. Um, you guys enjoying this? Is this fun <laughs> for you guys? Listening? So this this app for Penn and Teller for the show the the whole basis of the show is they have five or six stories I can't remember, all of them are true except for one. Yeah, but they go through it like they're all true. Okay, and they drop hints so you can figure out which one is the false one. Okay, but. The really interesting thing about the app is first it asks you where you are. Are you Eastern and Central or are you Mountain and Pacific? Because it plays at different times. And as they're going through each individual story, it'll pop up facts like um, the Red Belly Piranha is only found in. And some of the stuff in the app actually can be false or true to help you determine which one's right. And then you vote. Which one? Oh, that's kind of fun. So I it's almost like, really like pop-up video yeah. to your thing, and yeah. then it's interactive. And it's that's kind of totally cool. totally worth watching the show live or when it airs. Yeah, that's cool. That was a lot that's of fun. That's kind of fun. That's that's pretty innovative. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I was I was very impressed because I sat down with it, and, and they say, uh, tell her, uh, sorry, not tell her, 
telling him to do. Penn says, you know, because he's got the voiceover thing. It's like, I can get the app in the app store and you can play along at home. Yeah. I'm like, all right, fuck it. If it's free, I will. I don't right. care. And I did. And, and then it started making all this noise. I'm like, holy shit, it's telling me trivia. <laughs> I love trivia. So I was, I was pretty happy about that. Cool. That was nice. So what else you got going on? Cool. Um, not much. We got some news. Ju- yeah, yeah ju- we got some news. Julie and the kids saw Footloose. Yeah. They said it was pretty good. I can't believe it. I don't want to believe that it's good. I don't want to like it. I'll see it, as I said before, because yeah. then I can legitimately exactly. bitch about it. Yes, yes. So. I am going tomorrow at noon. But I go to work at 3.30 tomorrow. I'm going to go see The Thing tomorrow. Yeah. Because that's one that I said from, from early on. I'm like, I have to see that in the theater. Just, just because. It did piss poor opening yes, weekend. It did. did eight million, but yeah. that's I think that's a lot of people being like, ah, remake. Yeah, it's not a remake anyway. And I'm I think I'm actually going to pay to see Paranormal Activity three. Really? Yeah, the other two kind of creeped me out. So I, I have to. Where would you go? Would you go to Riviera? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I probably do it before I went to work. So. But the thing is, like the the first one is like the end of the story almost, and then the second one is like before that, but also after that, and then, hey, nice. Will this get me into the thing? Yeah, sweet. Thank you. All I right, got, I got a few of them now. I have some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that'd be fun. My wife doesn't really want to go, although I am gonna get her to watch um, behind the mask, the rise of Leslie Vernon. That's okay. a lot of fun. I think you would really like that movie because it's about um, it's it's all the cliches around eighty slasher movies. Yeah, explained away in a behind the scenes documentary of on this guy Leslie Vernon who wants to be the next Jason or Freddy. Yeah, he lives in a world where they exist. Ah, and the guy we met the guy over the weekend and he's very nice. Cool. So they're hoping to make another one. So that would be good. Well, I was um. Waiting for all my computer shit to do its thing. Uh, and I had to update, like, Julie's phone, Olivia's phone, Lily's. Oh, my God. Lily's, how long did that Lily's, take? Lily's iPod, the iPad. I only had to do the computer so it could run it. Yeah. And then two. One iPod, one phone. I did the laptop, the desktop, two phones, the iPod Touch. That's all day. And I was up for a while. You yeah. Know? But the thing is, like, up in the corner, I watched, you know, Batman Begins, which I hadn't seen right, in a while. Right, right. So, and then I watched um, Batman, like the Tim Burton oh, Batman. Okay. okay. It's kind of in a Batman mood. All right. Fair so, enough. So, and um, I got to tell you, I, 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 and I'm a big, huge Jack Nicholson fan, but I like Heath Ledger's Joker better. Yeah. I do honestly prefer Mark Hamill's cartoon yeah. over well, all I've, of them. Um, even the, the Arkham Asylum one, cause it's his voice. Yeah. I mean, he brings a certain creepiness. Although I was watching Young Justice, which is, uh, the Justice League sidekicks have yeah. their own group and the Joker was on and he, he was creepy. Like Heath Ledger looked creepy, but yeah. this one was a darker. He, he was skinny. He, um, he looked I, the whole show's done in a in a pseudo anime style, so he was like skinny, had a nice suit. His hair was kind of combed down in front instead of back, and kind of wavy and whatever. But it, I like when the Joker doesn't have a permanent smile. 
Yeah. Where like the natural way his face sits is a smile, but he can also frown or have that straight mouth right. disapproving look. And it was it was different enough. I mean, he was wearing the purple suit with the with the green vest, but it was it was updated, like modernized just yeah. enough where you're like, Oh, something's that that guy's fucking <laughs> messed up. But there's stuff in Young Justice. Like I watch it with the girls and um there's Artemis who is um like a green arrow protege. Yeah. And um she's running around there with Kid Flash. And um they had all their weapons stripped away and she says and this this is the first time I've ever heard something like this in the show totally caught me off guard cuz I'm sitting there with the girls. Yeah. And thankfully between me and them it means two different things. Right. And she said, "Oh my god." She said, oh, "I hate not having my bow. I feel naked." And not the fun kind. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> and to the girls, fun naked is like running around laughing. Yeah. Fun naked for me is totally different. Yeah. So, That's funny. That was interesting. So it was nice. I mean, they, they, they treat Bane the proper way he should be treated. Yeah. Of course, voiced by Danny Trejo. So that works out pretty good. I like the show. It'll get canceled. Yeah, probably. Batman Brave and the Bold this weekend, though? Or last weekend? I don't remember. Had a nice Space Ghost tribute in the beginning. Now yeah. the girls are all about Space Ghost. Colin and I watched some Clone Wars recently. Was it the three PO and R two stuff? Yeah, yeah. Those are a little different. It was okay. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it took it took me a little bit to just be like, all right, fuck it, show me what you got. Yeah, I thought it was. No. I thought it was fine. Yeah, you no, know, I just kept thinking of that um, funnier die video with. Black C three PO, I I just and it's so that sucks because I would love to show that to Cole, yeah, because it's really funny, but it's so inappropriate for a nine year old. That's true. So, but um, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, um, I haven't seen much else. No, well, there's nothing new this week because of baseball. Yeah. So, whatever. Oh, on NBC. On anything, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was one Big Bang, there was a Modern Family, and that's it. Yeah, I watched Modern Family. That was really funny. I laughed a lot in Modern Family. That Yeah. Yeah. There was some pretty good stuff in that. There was. Huh. I don't know. I, I think the show's a lot funnier if you're a parent. I think if you're not, it's not as funny. So it it I think it... Some of the slapsticky stuff is pretty good. Like there was an episode last week or the week before. It's the one where Claire is deciding, you know, is going to run, yeah. And 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 Phil has to take care of the kids, and he yeah. accidentally oh. punches Luke in the face. Yeah, I laughed my fucking head off. I don't know what it was about that because <laughs> yeah. it was just, it was per, it was so well done. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I think some of the physical comedy stuff that they do on that show is really, really good. I think the funniest thing I've seen where I just I couldn't stop was um, when when Cam and Mitch were at his boss's house and he was telling the story story about snorkels. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And he got up and he just screams the name. But what about snorkels? And this thick line of drool just runs right out of his mouth. Like, I never expected that. I knew he would scream something. Yeah. But that's something that, like, you don't plan that. That's just... He might have. Just But I, I swear there's a lot of stuff in that show. There's um, definitely stuff on Parks and Recreation and uh, Community where I think it's there's a lot of ad-lib stuff. 
Yeah, I can believe that. And uh, Two Broke Girls is another one. I think is I that think good? It's uh, it's no, it's passable. I like her. She's I wanna, cute. I like Cat Denning. So it I, always looks like she's about ready to crack up. Yeah. Plus, what's his face there from uh, Saturday Night Live is in it? Garrett Morris. Oh, really? He gets like one line every episode, but I like him. How so. old is he? he yeah. Does he, he play the restaurant? He owner? taught Jedi in the old, old yeah, Republic. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, he plays the, there's a cashier at the door. Oh, okay. He's a cashier at the door. Now, the the show's not great, but it's, you know enter- I, it's entertaining enough. I think the, the whole thing that they're trying to do is raise money so they can open a, a cupcake store because our cupcakes really sell well. So I would like to see the first season be them trying to get the money. Yeah, second season will be From the cupcake on, store. Yeah, change the nope. whole dynamic of the show. Kind of like what they did toward the end of, you know, Facts of Life. I don't remember At the that. end of Facts of Life, there was Mrs. Garrett owned a restaurant, I believe. Oh. When the girls were done yeah. with school. It was called The Shark. Was it? Fozzie jumped it. Oh, yeah, that. Fonzie. 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 <laughs> Fuck. I was talking with Fozzie about the show and with Erica over the that's weekend. Funny. That's why. Um, what was I going to say? I have no idea. Can we talk about Westboro Baptists? Okay. What, what happened? They picketed Steve Jobs' oh, fucking they memorial. They did, and they told everybody they were going to do it on their fucking iPhones. douchebags. Yeah, I don't, I don't But I guess that there were a whole bunch of people like I saw I saw some pictures of signs like, you know, there's some of the Westboro people with like God hates fags and stuff. Yeah. And then there was some like there was one guy standing there with a sign with an arrow pointing to that person and it said, This person's a fucking idiot. <laughs> well fuck this lady or something like that. It was really funny. And uh Kevin Smith posted because they they um they picketed you know, one of his, you know, screenings oh, for, yeah. for Red State. Right. And, right. oh no, it was at Sundance, right? Okay, that they picketed. Yeah. So he was out there with a bunch of his friends and a whole bunch of other people. Right. Like one of his pals um, is up there with a with a sign that says, Dick Tastes Yummy. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember and he's that. like, Shirley, you can't be serious because Shirley, oh, whatever yes, it is. Yes. So, um, so he posted that, you know, just sort of like, nice. You know, I remember the reference the, to the, the jobs shit yeah the comic-con counter protest yeah because the phelpses were gonna they they pick it at yeah. comic-con and they were like 10 times yeah nerds over westboro people as long as there's no confrontation no physical confrontation yeah. like physical contact between them yeah. they can't sue right and but then that's you know they say it in red state that john goodman says that they're sue happy that's how they make their money I love the fact that they just had that one throwaway line in Red State to show that this exists in the same world. Yeah. But these people are worse. Yeah. Because then they can't sue them. Right. I mean, it's not defamation if you're showing somebody worse. Yeah. And by right now, actually, uh, Red State is watching now on Netflix. Yeah. So that was like day and date with DVD. I believe it was, yeah. So. I don't understand day and date. Obviously, if it's the day it came out on DVD, it's the date it came out on I DVD. But I got my Clone Wars Blu-rays. Yeah. I haven't watched them because I got Arkham City. I haven't had much time to play that. <laughs> and uh, a book that I ordered uh, that was supposed to be out in November actually was pushed up to the same day as Clone Wars. It's uh it's a, like a retrospective of Industrial Light and Magic. Oh, that's cool. So it's a nerd book. Well, I want to get the Jobs biography that's coming out in, um, 
Well, I think like next week or something. All right, let me let me let me tell you the nerdiest story I have. Okay, and then we'll go to break and we'll and we'll come. What's the name of Steve Jobs' book? I don't know. No, I think it's just Steve Jobs. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm sitting in the car in traffic because some idiot decided to throw herself off a bridge and kill herself this morning. Oh, really? Yes. The traffic was backed up from the fucking so Mass Ave to fucking Peabody. Really? Was the Tobin? Everything. It took me an hour and a half to get to work this morning. I heard nothing about that. Nah, they got they had got her out by seven, but traffic was still backed up. Was her problem? I couldn't swim. So I'm sitting there listening to NPR. (laughs) Go figure. Yeah, right. Because I can't I can't listen to too much else because yeah, because it's all there's a lot of dummies. Yeah. Um, and they have Amy Poehler on. She's yeah. talking about parks and recreation. Oh, so, yeah. like, I had a good 22 minutes where yeah. everything was awesome. <laughs> Did you know she has a book? No, I didn't. It's called Pawnee. Oh. By Leslie Nope. Yeah, well, that was in the episode. No, but it's a full book Yeah, on Amazon. Oh, you know, I thought I heard about that. Sounds familiar. It's like with with the markdown, it's like ten fifty. Yeah, it's, um, it's coming in the mail tomorrow. <laughs> I I actually in traffic, dead stop, ordered it on my phone. <laughs> like my wife will love this book. So that's that's incredibly clever. Yeah, because it came out at exactly the right time. Because that's what they're doing in the show. Yeah, that's funny. So when I oh I should oh. Right, we're not going to put the brakes in the show. I'm going to put them in after so they level okay. at the right level. Even though I made them all up. So, um, we'll be right back then. Tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant blissful state of agreement. I mean, the main the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstro Crumpunter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. Just really it's isn't. not visually striking. No. I just just getting confirmation. It's just in that's the third time though. I mean, am I must is this on? You can find us at chinstrokeversuspunter.podomatic.com. So come and share the victory. If you could fuck any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. You, you wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody <laughs> He looks like somebody who can keep, keep a secret. Dear Mr. Vernon, we accept the fact that we have to sacrifice a few hours a week to podcast about whatever you find important. 
but we think you're crazy asking us to write an essay telling you who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms and the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each of us is a podcast about other podcasts. A podcast about television. A podcast about films. A podcast about music. A podcast about books. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Podcast Podcast. The Podcast Podcast is your one-stop source for all the podcasts on the internet. Each week we have very special guests from some of the best shows on iTunes so that you can decide if you should check them out or keep on moving. Find us at thepodcastpodcast.com or search for us in the iTunes store by looking for me, Fozzie Bear. That's F-O-Z-Z-I-E-B-A-R-E. I'm here with Bill Byforce and Mr. Chris to tell you a little bit about Outside the Cinema. All right, Reverend Scott, take us to church. Uh, What can we expect to find from a typical show? Two hours of just random blabber. (laughs) Uh, Is there anyone's coattails you wrote in on to popularity? I'm the guy that fucking burns the coattails and then pisses on them. You review all these exploitation, (laughs) horror, comedy, cult, and often all-around terrible movies. You must have a strong driving force that keeps you going. Ego. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard you say that before. Uh, yeah, I've been saying that for a while. Really? I have been saying that for a while. Also, I'm high on smack. Well, it's definitely working for you guys. Yeah. People are coming out in droves to support you on iTunes. We just the other day got a, a, a one-star review on iTunes. Well, that is one <laughs> That is one star too many. Let me tell you. The worst fucking piece of shit I've ever heard. This has been great, guys. Thanks, Scott. Oh, that was good. Oh, he's got you crying over there. Uh, I'm good for the rest of the year. Nice. That was too much. That's that. That is that. All right. Let's, uh, I should have probably opened this shit up over here first, huh? Um, um what was I going to talk about? I have no idea. I saw this article in Time Magazine about, um, bullying. Okay. And there's a school, there's a charter school. I don't know where it is. I don't remember where it is. But there's a charter school for gay and lesbian teens who are being bullied. So, like, if they're in their own school, then life just sucks for them. They go to this other school and everybody's more accepting, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And at its face, it seems like a great idea because then they get to school and they don't have to feel like Kurt Hummel and all that other bullshit. True. Okay. But? But doesn't that just kind of let everybody else off the hook? How do you mean? Because I, I, I definitely have an idea, but I don't know if it's where you're going to go. Because it's one of these things where, okay, so in addition to it being the kid's problem, okay, yeah, you almost put a scissor in your, scissors in your balls. That was awesome. Hey, I'm good. I got kids upstairs. All right. You so, know what, though? The scissors in the balls would definitely distract from the crippling back pain. 
All right. It's all about misdirection. Yeah. Um, because, all right, so here I'm a principal of a high school, and yeah. there are these bullies, and they're being, or even just, just not even a certain, they're just being assholes to the gay kids. Right. All right? Right. So now, as an administrator, oh, it's like, fuck, I have to deal with this now. Okay? And you talk to them, and you do yeah. this, but it's relentless, okay? Because yeah. that's always going to be there. It's always going to happen. At one level or another. Yes, okay? of course. Yes. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that. No, no, all right? no. You're what not I'm saying is, it or I'm just, I'm it just, happens. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, gay kids say, you know what? Fuck this. We're going to this other school. Right. As an administrator, do you know what my first instinct is? Thank God. Oh, thank God they're gone. Yeah. Okay. Not in the, a mean you, way. No, no. That's and the bullies, the bullies will go and you know, bother somebody else. They'll pick on the, you know, the, whoever they find exactly. is the weakest. Okay. Yeah. So in that sense, yeah. And th- I mean, I think it's, I think it's great that, that a kid who has been going to school and has been terrorized and it sucks for them that they get to wake up and go to a place that they don't feel that every yeah. day. That's yeah, awesome. Cause I can't imagine how it, it would be to try to maintain right. grades and exactly. like carve out a, you know, a an idea of what you want to do. Yeah. But, on the flip side of that, I yes. think it it lets the administrator off the hook because they're not dealing with it. Okay, right. Let the bullies, bullies off the those hook. Bullies are still there. Though. Exactly, the bullies are still there, and the 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 gay or lesbian teen they they're not dealing with with it either, really. I was wondering if you how you were going to phrase that because I knew that's where you were going. That's that's one of the, it's not it's it's not one thing it's 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 really it's those those three things so anybody involved in the it problem depends, doesn't think, really deal with the problem I think it depends on on the level of bullying if we're talking about bullying to the level where they're going to kill themselves I, I, I that's you know what but we'll no remove but, but you that. know what though I think that but I think it's if it's I think bullying that there's like, a lot of that I think there's less of that. And I think that there's more just, you know, someone walking oh, by going, faggot. Of course. Nobody's, no, nobody would deny that. Okay. But it's, 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 and, and the article I read, okay, yeah. I don't think that every kid in this charter school was to the point where they were suicidal. I'm going to get shit for this. I know. Okay. Well, no, it just depends how you word it. I understand where you're going. Okay. But I, I think that there was a lot of, oh, you know, faggot this, faggot that, wh- whatever. Dude. Good idea. I'm just uncomfortable, so I don't want to go there anymore. So I just exactly okay. You know, so like I said, the administrator doesn't have to deal with it. The bullies don't get dealt with, Mm. okay? Because okay, well, okay, this my my prey is gone. I'll go after somebody else, right? Generally, and then again, and then the the victim, so to speak, okay. Uh Um, they yeah, their their life is easier, but the reality is that. They're not going to move to this all accepting utopia. That's that's not what life is, right? So that's I, the first thing I thought. All right. So I it's, I have a thicker skin because of what I went through. So and I had thought about killing myself, but I was too fucking stubborn for that shit. Well, you know, I'm not always, saying. I'm not making fun of anybody. That's, no, exa- that's, no, 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 no. And I think I, that anybody who that clear. has listened to the show for more than five minutes knows that we're not being insensitive or douchey regarding this. Not on purpose. Right. Um, but it, Accidentally. it I, I really think that it's it's like it, it that kind of thing, again, short term, 
In, in you're Short talking, term. you're talking not the extreme cases. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Okay. Exactly. I'm not saying right. that every instance is an after school special. Right. Okay. But <laughs> now I'm starting to get insensitive. You were trying. You I'm were trying for a little while I, there, and then you're just like, "Oh, fuck it, it, I don't care." But I think that <laughs> I, I think that I mean everybody. You know, I was bullied. You know. Yeah. It happens. You know. Yeah. So it's just like it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Of course, it should. But anytime you put, like in my school, anytime you put two thousand people in the same building, somebody is going to try and be dominant over somebody else. But you know what? Though that's what. Now I'm going to come off as. That's like, why you're going to be like. Is. That's why you're going to be like is. that. Uh, you got to man up and put up with it. But that's not what I'm saying. That's why you're going to be like that fat kid in Australia and just beat the fuck out of the that guy. That was awesome. Yeah, I All love right? that. But what the thing is, though, it really, it really takes away. Um, an opportunity, quite we're, frankly, we're for to, administrators to really do something. To administrate, about it. And, yeah, yeah, exactly, do their fucking job. You're talking about just the verbal stuff, not the physical stuff. Yeah, physical I'm, crosses a line that I think, but even is but, not anywhere near our conversation. But even the but even the physical stuff, even the whatever it is, okay, having someone take advantage of this up, having a victim take advantage of this opportunity, I think makes it way too easy for the bully and the administrator to to just sort of get out of dealing with that problem. Then the problem doesn't get dealt with. And again, I see I see what you're saying. Right? So if 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 this student decides to leave the school and go to this charter school. Yeah, the administrator's just like psyched. I don't have this I problem. Think, I think the worst thing of that the whole thing is is the bully there's it's no almost like vindication. Like, oh, look, yeah, I was I right. He is weird. He's gone. I got rid of him. Now, fine. Now he's in can, place with all I of can, them. I can see know? that. But I'd like to hear, you know, I'd like to, if anybody, you know, has thoughts on that. I mean, because I only know, you know, what I know about, you know, the situation. And, and again, nothing it's, to do now, with so the now they've got this, there's this, the Alliance School or whatever it is. Um it's this, it's it's great. It's accepting of all, you know, genders. There's right. a transgendered kid, whatever. Fabulous. And I'm glad that, like I said, I'm yeah. glad that they wake up every day and they go and they get to learn without being hassled and stuff like I that. I wish I could have done but the that. Thing is, but the thing is, it, that's not the way the world works. But the world isn't as mean as high school is. Not in general. But not in is, your though, day-to-day you, office building but the kind point, of situation. But the thing is, though, during high school, yeah. okay, you a lot of your opinions about how the world is, or how the world of 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 how things work, yeah, that's when that shit is formed, okay, yeah, and then you know, and then ten years later, you realize, oh, that was all wrong. It's it, it's like high school. You know what? It's it, it's it, it's 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 not even the work. It's not even the work that that that's a challenge. It's navigating yeah. like all the social and yeah. like, like all the social bullshit. It's like college. Fuck the work. The work is nothing. Yeah. It's dealing with the administration and trying to get all your paperwork set so that you don't get fucked on your loans. Yeah. But you and I experience. both know that, um, you know, 10, 15 years out of high school, 20 even, the world, yeah, there is like politics and cliques and stuff like that, but it is nowhere near. But the thing is, but like that's another school. thing. It 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 still exists. These, it does. these kids are going to get into a workplace, and you're going to have someone who's going to mutter "faggot" under their breath. Yes, but right? the difference is, and maybe this is where the difference, the, the the change should happen, is that it's a it's it's against generally every company policy, 
and you know, in some states against the law to harass people based on that. Yeah, and most maybe definitely. that should be pushed to high school too. But the, question, but the thing is, okay, great. You got a 14-year-old kid calling someone a faggot. Are you going to send that kid to jail? No, you suspend him. Yeah. No, I I, I totally agree with you that. Know, but, the, but that's you, the administration. I mean, that's, that, no, I uh, agree. The administration needs to do something about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And that, the, I think, the is the opportunity is, they're losing when the kids just pick but up. But they, they may not have the backing of the superintendent or the teachers union or of, whatever. They have to. They No, they, I'm, I'm just saying sometimes it's easier to just let it go than it is to fix a problem. That's not being that's not being a leader. I, I'm that's, not saying that that's right. right. That's being a pussy. Well, we've met enough of those people that yeah. are just happy so, with the status so quo. So I just wanted to throw that that story out there. I just thought that was kind of kind of interesting. I bought it mostly I bought that issue of time mostly to um look at this uh the article about Occupy Wall Street. Ah. Uh, so. Okay. Well, I have a bunch of I articles did actually here. speaking of uh, Occupy Wall Street, I saw this funny picture on uh on Facebook. It was uh, a a turkey in an oven and it had um a sign that said occupy the oven <laughs> but that was kind of funny um, it was a little too late because the thing was cooked <laughs> i have 11 stories here in the in in the email i sent to myself so all right um if you want to pick a number six okay one two three four five six i like this one Troops in Afghanistan burned donated copies of Bill O'Reilly's books. That's awesome. That speaks for itself. That's beautiful. That does. All right. Let me uh, let me open this up. What did the soldiers in Afghanistan do it, with those copies of Pinheads and Patriots your dad sent in a care package? Hey, actually, you know what? Is uh, there, if you go to Bill O'Reilly's page, there must be a way to forward him stuff, like an email or something like that. It'd be great to send him this article. Oh, I'm sure he's seen it. This was um, this was put out yesterday. That's awesome. So uh, they set them on fire. You're stuck in some god-awful outpost in the middle of nowhere. Internet access is spotty, and you and your buddies have all thoroughly pawed over one copy of Maxim still holding together. You've even read that copy of Pride and Prejudice twice just to keep the boredom at bay. Imagine your excitement when you receive a box of books from a random stateside do-gooder. You open it and eagerly get Pinheads and Patriots? Here's a quote. Some jerk sent us two boxes of this awful book. Spoiler alert. George Washington Patriot. George Soros Pinhead. Instead of anything soldiers at a remote outpost in Afghanistan might need, like, say, food or soap. (laughs) Just burn the whole lot of them on my commander's orders. I love that part, that he was ordered to do it. That's according to... Everqueer, a Tumblr maintained by a soldier serving in Afghanistan. It's left unsaid who sent the care package, but it's worth noting that O'Reilly has previously promoted his books by promising to send a free copy to troops in Iraq with every $26 purchase. And he's a supporter of Operation Shoebox, a charity that arranged care packages for troops. There's a segment on his show that depicts a copy of Pinheads and Patriots being packed into an Operation Shoebox shipment fantastic that's absolutely hilarious the first comment in the discussion says whenever i go to my local bookstore i always hide books by o'reilly beck palin and bush in the rarely searched health and fitness sections not exactly a bonfire wherein the demons are exercised but i do what i can (laughs) 
So, all right, let me close that one because we don't want to overtax it with all the stuff we got going here. Uh, what next? Um, the third one down. All right. Did you read the article about Occupy Wall Street? Uh, about half of it. Why Rush Limbaugh is freaking out about Occupy Wall Street. Probably preventing him from getting to his pharmacy. Yeah, seriously, it's probably in front of a deli. <laughs> <laughs> or fuck it, even an Arby's. Uh, got a flare. They got ring digs in there. <laughs> and I can't get to them. <laughs> got a flurry of emails yesterday. Oh, let's see. What site are we looking at? Oh, this is Rolling Stone. Matt Taibbi actually wrote this. So. Right. Got a flurry of emails yesterday after the inimitable Rush Limbaugh lumped me and Dylan Radigan in with the behind-the-scenes power structure. Apparently... Rush got a hold of Breitbart's story about the email list and decided to run with it. I don't know what email list that is, but you know it's bullshit. Right. Journalists, oh, let me just fucking play this. I'm not going to read him. He does such a better job at imitating himself. <laughs> want to go back and air for you, Eric Cantor. Oh, eight minutes? From the House Republican leadership, this was yesterday on Fox News Sunday. We know in this country right now that there is a complaint about folks at the top end of the income scales, that they make too much and too many don't make enough. Well, we need to go encourage those at the top of the income scale to actually put their money to work to create more jobs so that we can see a closing of the gap. You know, we're about income mobility and that's what we should be focused on to take care of the income disparity in this country. Okay. Not to be repetitive, but if you're just joining us, that's yesterday, Fox News Sunday. The Democrats, as an agenda item, have been harping on the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, this widening gap between the two groups. And Obama has exist, been saying right? that uh, rich need to start spending more money. They need to start hiring people. Uh, invest in jobs. Stop hoarding the cash. Well, you know they've got it. Oh, here's Republicans. Why be different? You know what? We what find a problem with it, about? too. We, need, they, they, we think the rich ought to be spending their money more. This is fear. What? And I said when I played the soundbite that, that Romney has, uh, has, has done something similar, and it's on this. I found the story it's from a blogger, Walter or Warner Todd Houston, only days ago. Mitt Romney was saying that the Occupy Wall Streeters were dangerous, but true to his penchant to grow in his opinion, <laughs> which means to flip flop. I think that's funny. Romney is now uh, beginning to accept the Occupy Wall Street theme of the 99%. Dude, what Ron, the fuck see, is uh, your point? During the first week of October, Romney was pounding Occupy Whatever's is Dangerous. All it took for Romney to begin his flip-flopping or growing uh, was one week, because now at a town hall in Hopkinton, New Hampshire, suddenly Romney is all about understanding the plight of the 99%. Okay. Uh, pause him. Will he pause? Okay. Now, he reads shit on his show, and he sounds totally fucking lost, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, he can barely read. We read shit on our show, and that's funny. Yeah. Fuck this guy. 
Yeah, fuck him. I don't know what he's point he's trying dumb. to make, but whatever he's trying to do is not helping. No, it's not. He's an idiot. Moving so on. I will read. I'll, I'll just read the part that's that's highlighted by uh, Taibbi here. Yeah. Journalists have been advising the protesters. Emails have been found. Dylan Radigan of MSNBC and some guy named Matt Taibbi. Yeah, just some <laughs> guy. Uh, Dylan Radigan and Matt Taibbi are sending emails back and forth with organizers telling them how to position their demands and how they can improve their coverage. Here, Rush paused before making his Sherlock Holmesian deduction from these facts. This whole thing is a construct of the media Democrat complex, industrial complex. That's that's what he said. Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, that it's all just a big farce created by the media, the left wing media. Yeah, because people will sit outside for a month because the media told them to. Ah. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, fuck that. Fuck him and fuck that. But. Did you get the one I sent about the Barbie? Oh, yeah, I have that one. Okay. You didn't pick it yet, though. Last one <laughs> on the list. The last one? Okay. So Herman Cain's the front runner right now. Yeah, okay, good. So Obama's going to win. And Well, yeah, anyway. And he has said, Herman Cain said, I am very proud of the relationship that I have with the Koch brothers. So he's happy with his dealer. That's he, awesome. He basically said, don't vote for me because I've already been bought. Yeah. Cain says, I know the Koch brothers. The Koch brothers helped to start an organization called Americans for Prosperity, which is another reason to just stay the fuck away from them. And I did some speaking when they were starting that organization, and I'm very proud of the relationship that I have with the Koch brothers as well as Americans for Prosperity. I have also attended some of their seminars and have found them very informative. So I don't have a close relationship with the Koch brothers, but I know them and I respect them, and they know me and respect me. Big fucking deal. You're an asshole. Anybody that that gets in bed with the Koch brothers should be shunned by fucking polite society one more on herman cain because this is this is a fucking jewel right here herman cain claimed that a liberal court killed jesus what did you get that you, you heard that right um daily coast um recalls a herman cain column from december 2010 where the gop presidential primary candidate appears to complain that jesus was killed by liberals I'm sorry, I gotta In a column and blog post titled The Perfect Conservative Cain makes the claim that Jesus was politically conservative and that he quote helped the poor without one government program. He knows that he knows that they were all like kings and shit in charge back then, right? Yeah, exactly. After running through a list of reasons, Cain believes Jesus was a model right-winger. The presidential contender concludes that the, quote, liberal court was responsible for his death. Actually, if it was the Romans, wouldn't that have been a democratic court? And and they would have voted on it, as far as I know? Pilate wouldn't have just given the thumbs up and down, right? (laughs) The liberal court, this is quote, the liberal court found him guilty of false offenses and sentenced him to death, all because he changed the hearts and minds of men with an army of 12. His death reset the clock of time. Except for the Jews and the Chinese. Yeah. Pretty much everybody else that wasn't Catholic. 
or is Catholic, I should say. Never before and not since has there ever been such a perfect conservative. Wow. He's really reaching, isn't he? It's, it's stupid. Cain does not explain why he finds the Roman court that sentenced and executed Jesus to be liberal. But his claim is baffling for all kinds of reasons, only one of which is the fact that liberals, quote, tend to be ideologically opposed to capital punishment while conservatives tend to favor it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hey, did you know that Zach Quinto is gay? Yes, I did. I found that out this week. Um, Apparently so did he. (laughs) And um, it actually spurred um, Dan... Klofler, who's an ABC Kleffler, Kleffler. reporter. I don't know. There's an O in there. It uh, it inspired him to come out on air, apparently, which was nice. It's yeah, a, he nice. said, um, I've never shared that I'm gay on air, even though I've been out to my family, friends, and coworkers for years. In fact, an old boyfriend, now best friend, uh, has always given me a hard time about not doing so. Before. So why, like... Let me finish. All right. That's- um, I lost my place. But for the same reason that Zach decided to come out, I too no longer wanted to hide this part of my life, and it it had to do with a, a teen suicide. That's great, but like hiding it, you know, there's a difference between not saying something and hiding it. Okay, if he's out to his family and friends and coworkers and stuff, great. Why the fuck do the rest of us need to know? I don't care. Well, that's because you're normal. Like, oh. it doesn't matter who's gay and who's not in, in when it all comes down to it, right? But for him... <laughs> it's all pink in the dark, bitch. Oh, man. Sorry, go ahead. Blah. <laughs> but for him, it would matter because maybe he is feeling like that's one, one part of his life where he isn't acting like himself, like the people also, in the military. But also, what, he's a reporter for ABC? Yeah. Have you ever heard of him before? Okay, so it's not like this guy is standing up as a role model and saying, hey, you know what? I have public influence, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to come out and let folks know that I'm gay. Great, Dan. Nobody knows who the fuck you are. Okay. The people people that watch him do. Maybe he's a local guy. Now, Siler or whatever, you know, he's a public figure, I guess. I prefer him as weird, not Siler. Whatever. I don't like that show. Siler, I'm sorry, was a good character. He was on a shitty show. He though. was a good character for like one and a half seasons. Everybody on that show was a good character for one and a half seasons until everybody in their fucking janitor had superpowers. Yeah. Anyway, okay. But like like who like who cares that he's gay? Well, I think I think everybody that knows him is 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 But they already care. know that he's gay. So the average viewer sitting at home doesn't need to know this. Doesn't care. It's, way. it's not Shouldn't about. Care. It's not about those people. It's about him. It's, it's sim- about- you know. But the thing is, though, it's it, it it's symbolic, right? Okay, it's a yeah. symbolic. I would say empty gesture. Not to him. Is no, I I get it. Not not to him. That's great. That's all that matters. Is is him? Okay, but to do it publicly. But right now, still in this day and age, that takes an immense amount of courage to do, and it shouldn't. Right, but it's like me walking down the street and just saying to a perfect stranger, "Hey, I'm heterosexual." They're gonna be like, "Great, I don't know who the fuck you are, but rock you, on." You, but you're not on TV. Okay, but you know how often is this guy on TV? <laughs> I, apparently, every night. Who the fuck is he? 
I told you his name already. Dan Kleffler? Kloefler. The OE gives it an S on. Whatever. Exactly. Nobody knows how to pronounce his name. Who the fuck is he? Not like he's George Stephanopoulos, who has a weirder name, but it's easier to pronounce. All right. All right. Fine. Kleffler likes the cock. Moving on. I, I, uh, so in my life, we've had across the globe dictators and terrible things happen and horrible regimes set up. And, um, what the fuck's going on? All that shit's going away. There's nothing to be afraid of anymore. That's not true. It's other stuff. <laughs> like what? Radioactive squirrels? I don't know. I don't know. Fine. Colonel, Colonel Gaddafi's dead. Yeah. Great. I love how they how they did him in. You know, Rain Wilson said it best. Why is why was he not anything more than a colonel? No, but I that's I always wondered that myself. I do have an article that gives a, a Who killed a, him by the way? A, a nobody. Let me find this, this Some here. dude what saw him at Denny's and said, "Is my shot?" No, no, no. Let me let me read this cuz it's it's kind of like, ooh, they actually aren't quite sure who did it yet. You know what it's going to be, though? It's just going to be one more regime. You think this is going to be the beginning of a the other, the other, there? The other regime laid down their arms. That's great, but do you think it's going to turn out to be this nice, happy-go-lucky democracy? Nope, not going to happen. How do you know? I just do. How do you know? Well, I'm right. Not yet, you're not. Because they haven't, because... It'll just because, be because why? Because they, it's all about just power grabbing. It's a power grab. You think that whoever's coming in next is going to say, "All right, everybody gets the vote. We're all going to do it." Just you know, isn't that not. how it's working in Egypt right now? Really? You think that that's like like open and fair? I don't know. Honestly, no. I haven't been paying attention no, to it. It's not like that. It's it's not like that in Egypt. It's not like know. that in Saudi Arabia. It's not like that in all these places that are supposedly, you know, democratic. It's better than it was. I mean, come on. Like, fucking, you know, Saddam held elections, too. No, he didn't. He No, they had elections in Iraq. Yeah. They most certainly yeah. had elections one in Iraq. name on the ballot. Right. And yeah. every, every time, he's just like, oh, I won. I can't believe it. Okay. 98% of the vote. What who the, the fuck? fuck? Abdul. All right. Well, regardless of who will take his place, let's read about how that bitch went down. Okay. It says here. I just, thought after like after we like killed killed Bin Laden, Gaddafi was just like, oh. Um, I thought he hey did. Hey, guys. We're like, cool, right? Once Saddam went Barry, down. you look great. Once Saddam went down, he was kind of like, okay, I get it. And he backed off for yeah. a while. He dialed his crazy down. But I guess he couldn't keep that, that shit under wraps. Let me read this because this is awesome. Disturbing images of a bloodstained and shaken Muammar Gaddafi being jostled by angry fighters quickly circulated around the world after the Libyan dictator's dramatic death near his home in the town of Sirt. The exact circumstances of his demise are still unclear with conflicting accounts of his death circulating, but the footage possibly of the last chaotic moments of Gaddafi's life offers some clues into what happened. Gaddafi was still alive when he was captured. In the video, filmed by a bystander in the crowd and later aired on television around the world, Gaddafi is shown being dragged off a vehicle's hood and pulled to the ground by his hair. Wow. That's fucked up. It's like Ceausescu in Romania in 89 <laughs> or 90 or whenever that was. Keep him alive. Keep him alive, someone shouts. Gunshots then ring out. The camera veers off. 
See this hole in the fucking wall here? Yeah. That's where they found him in a fucking sewer. <sighs> yeah. They captured him alive, and while he was being taken away, they beat him, and then they killed him. One senior source in Libya's ruling National Transitional Council told Reuters he might have been resisting. (laughs) In what appeared to contradict the events depicted in the video, the council said Gaddafi was killed when a gunfight broke out after his capture between his supporters and government fighters. He died from a bullet wound to the head. It said no order had been given to kill him. Gaddafi was taken out of a sewage pipe. This is a quote again. He didn't show any resistance. When we started moving him, he was hit by a bullet in his right arm. And when they put him in the truck, he did not have any other injuries. Libyan Prime Minister Mahmoud Jibril told a news conference reading from a forensic report. When the car was moving, it was caught in crossfire between the revolutionaries and Gaddafi's forces in which he was hit by a bullet in the head. Jibril said reading from the report. The forensic doctor could not tell if it came from the revolutionaries or from Gaddafi's forces. Gaddafi was alive. You know that it was Gabriel who went, wait a minute now. I, I have a gun. All shit is fucking flying off the shelves. Yeah. This is my shot, man. Exactly. I'm getting the big chair. <laughs> Click. Gadd- bam, bam. Gaddafi was alive when he was taken from cert, but died a few minutes before reaching the hospital, the prime minister said. You're damn right, because they said, oh, there's bumps in the road. Slow down. Uh, Gaddafi called the rebels who rose up against his 42 years of one-man rule rats. But in the end, it was he who was captured cowering in a drainage pipe. Sorry, not a sewer pipe. Full of rubbish and filth. He called us rats, but look where we found him, said Ahmed al-Sahadi, a 27-year-old government fighter standing next to two stinking drainage pipes under a six-lane highway near Sirte. On the ground, government fighters in the scenes of sheer carnage nearby told the story of the dictator's final hours. There's a little more, but we get the idea. Good. Good. Who's left? Who's the last crazy asshole out there? I can think of two. China and South Korea. I'm no, sorry, I was North thinking, Korea. I was, thinking, I was thinking North Korea and Iran. Oh, uh, yeah. And maybe Venezuela, but he's generally no, quiet. He's just, you know what? He's just... I'd leave him alone. Just yeah, like, well, he's what? got a, he's got all of Kennedy's oil there for the old people up here. So. Yeah, you know how much a gallon of gas costs in Venezuela? Like forty five like, cents, like fifteen cents. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. he's a communist. <laughs> <laughs> he's got it wrong. Uh, so, yep, Gaddafi's dead. The Berlin Wall's down. Everybody's dead. There's like nothing to look forward to now. Where's the sequel? What are we going to do? I think we've won the war on terror. No, I don't think we have. Because <laughs> it's fucking know, unwinnable. There's gonna, there's, there'll be another batch of crazy fuckers. If there was truly a war on terror, they would stop making horror movies. Exactly. Nobody can be afraid of anything anymore. <laughs> I was trying to be all slick. and All right, uh, pick another number. Eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is just a headline here. The Walking Dead season two premiere shattered basic cables rating records. Oh, that's great. That is great. That is great. I yeah. just said that's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. I like how you said, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. How's Californication doing in the ratings? 
It's ain't doing still on hiatus. It's not on right now. Yeah. All right. Anyway, pick another number. It's also not basic cable. It's pay cable. Whatever. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so what, what? What happened? What? What happened in this episode? They uh, they were in some jeopardy, and they ran from the zombies, and then they got safe, and somebody said some things, and, and the end of the show. Wow, yeah, that's like every show, huh? Exactly. Something happened, and then Something the happened, show ended. And then the main characters are okay. Even yeah. What do you just want Jeopardy. people to write in to yell at you? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, what else? What else? What else you want to do here? Um, you six. Want... Just go to anything. It doesn't matter. Now we already, you already picked six. All right, then. Did I? Yeah. What do you mean? How did I already pick it? Because that's the, that's the Bill O'Reilly book. That was the first one you picked. Oh. We'll do um, we'll do five. Okay, that'll make you happy. Oh, this fucking thing! Now, what part of this? Wait. Oh, okay. Hold on. Uh, oh, that's a slideshow, not a video. I don't know how you pronounce this. I think it's is it Tokidoki, T O K I D O K I. I don't. I don't fucking know. I don't know. There's a fucking Barbie with tattoos, and people don't fucking like they it. They are losing their shit. Oh my god! Like fucking people, man. Well, here's the thing. You can't just say there's a Barbie because there's like, you know, $5 Barbie. I know, for, but this, for, is a, this is a collector's item Barbie for yeah. adult collectors, okay? She looks like an absolute whore, all right? And people are losing their shit over it. <coughs> good thing, it's a good thing I don't write the news. <laughs> might, might be better. You'd, you'd type a headline and you'd be like, who fucking cares? <laughs> what's what's it going to be like out book. tomorrow? The Bruins win? All right. Next. News would be like 10 minutes long. Yeah. Do I need a sweater? That's all I need to know. I don't give a fuck about a low yeah, front. Siri would say, what? You can't look out a fucking window? Seriously. Okay. This is Mattel is stirring up controversy once again with the release of their new Tokie Doki Barbie. I don't know how to say it. I hope that's right. It's uh yeah. It's, yeah, whatever. The Toki. new the new Barbie designed by Italian designer Simone Legno, who is behind the Tokidogi fashion line, sports a pink bob, leopard leopard leggings covered by a pink miniskirt, a black heart and bones t-shirt, st- silver stilettos and bangle bracelets, otherwise known as Cougar Town Barbie. Exactly. <laughs> It's better but, than the UN Barbie. Buchos oh. Buchos Barbie. Oh, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. <sighs> but it's not the fashion statement that Barbie is making with her edgy style. It's the sleeve of tattoos on her left arm as well as her chest and neck that's causing an outcry, the Daily Mail reported. The doll is marketed as a collector's item, and on the Barbie Collector website, it says it's for the, quote, adult collector. However, readers of the Ms. Twixt blog are voice. You ever hear of that one? Fuck no. that place. We're going to go to it after this. Of course we are. Are voicing their displeasure with the fashion forward Barbie. An anonymous reader of the blog wrote An anonymous pussy fucking asshole. <laughs> Sorry. Which yeah. is it? Is it a pussy or an asshole? Fuck it's that space. Stop in the dark. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is this is the part that, that got me, that pissed me off. Encouraging children that tattoos are cool is wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah, oh, exactly. That's another yeah. part of this. Yeah, the three wrongs really yeah. oh. Mattel, why not put a cigarette and beer bottle in her hand while you're at it? Well, because we all know it's vodka and fucking heroin. Exactly. Look how thin she is. She's clearly doing cocaine. <laughs> while Crystal a commenter Matt. named... <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Barbie. Oh. 
<laughs> that would be awesome. Just to throw him off, you can give her a bottle of Crystal Pepsi exactly. with it too, right? While well, a commenter named Chow Baby Seven wrote, "People still put numbers in their names." I know. Well, no way. What was it? Chow Baby Seven. Wow, that means there were six other Chow Babies who grabbed that name. Yeah. I think little should little kids should be allowed to be kids. Tattoos, fashion, and sex is for adults. Where did sex come into this? Seriously. And sex is for adults to choose or not to choose. It's fine as a collector's doll, but not for children. Okay. okay so that's- but all over the fucking website, it says for adult collectors. And it also costs 50 bucks. Yeah. Another poster named Ashley disagreed with this criticism, writing, and this is the, she used her real name, uh, okay, as far as good. we know, right? Wow, you're also harsh. It is becoming more socially acceptable to have tattoos nowadays. If you don't think so, then that's your own closed-minded fault. Exactly. Bam. This Barbie's uh, selling for $50, and there have only been 7400 produced. In addition to the Barbie, Tokidoki is also producing limited edition Barbie apparel, ranging from T-shirts to handbags on their websites. Um, let's see. Another website said it's a must-have, of course, because you know they want to sell them. So let's go to this douche nozzle's website. It's uh, called Ms. Twixt. Positive experiences for tween girls. But this isn't for them. I know. Let's go to the comments. What do we got? Let's see. So, and it's just one paragraph that she wrote here. It's like she doesn't even put the time in to fully express her opinion. She says, Barbie has her issues and parents of girls are no stranger to them. Add this one to the list. The newest Barbie features Tokidoki tattoos on her body. Certainly, tattoos are becoming more Where mainstream. Where else would they be? That's a good point. It's bad writing. That is a good point. Certainly, tattoos are becoming more mainstream, and maybe many parents I know and love have them. Something tells me that a toy that claims to serve as a role model for girls and whose marquee product now models large, visibly highlighted tattoos will receive a lot of attention. By the way, Hello Kitty didn't get a Tokidoki tattoo because she's covered in fur, you fucking twat. If you like this post and blah blah blah, all that crap. I can't believe I actually read that part. <laughs> I just like Okay, maybe when Dora the Explorer gets a tattoo. She's got two tramp stamps already. Exactly. One she's, in the front and one in the back. She's a whore. Um, Dora the Hora is what she yeah. is. Uh it says the Anonymous says this Barbie's considered a collector, so she won't be available in stores like Walmart. Uh, she's not marketed to children in like the princess or other fantasy Barbies are. Um, there was a Barbie in the 1990s that had a butterfly tattoo on her belly. They discontinued it because of backlash. That was one of the regular releases. Though, yeah, like, like, like the toy. This isn't a toy. Okay. No, no. This is a Smithers Barbie. Exactly. Um, let's see. Is Mattel crazy selling Barbie dolls with tattoos? Like... Like you're gonna get syphilis by touching? Are you her? crazy? Getting your blood pressure up over something like this? Who's this? I know. Douche fucker ninety five. This is anonymous. Anonymous. Stupid. Anonymous has a lot to say. Anonymous on this twat ninety one. That was almost as bad as having a pregnant Barbie or Skipper. Is someone on drugs at Mattel? Three question marks. <laughs> Can't really believe this at all. That's a full sentence. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. <laughs> My mama always mama said. Mama always told me that Barbie shouldn't have no tattoos. Mama always used to hit me with a rubber hose, too. Why don't they make a suicide Barbie complete with rope and gun? That would be awesome. 
Maybe, well, people online have done that. Bondage Barbie and shit like that. Mattel is not happy about those. (laughs) Maybe that will really do these girls a favor in showing what a role model she is. Parents apparently don't take such good notice in all this. Shouldn't have kids if they do allow them to have this kind of doll. (laughs) I dumb. Another one says, another anonymous says, I much prefer tattoos to unrealistic proportions and the message that is the most important thing is to be pretty and get a boy. Good for you, Mattel, for making a doll a little more like the rest of us. I consider it a tiny step in the right direction. Um, They did have a pregnant midge. (laughs) It was a family set with parents and grandparents. We have it. It was called Happy Family. Midge was 14 years old. (laughs) And the dad oh. couldn't look, couldn't look at her. Oh, <laughs> Sapphire wrote a book about it. <laughs> Maybe they should sell Barbie as a prisoner or a lesbian too. That would also be politically correct. You know what? You know what? Th- they might sell her as a lesbian. Who knows? Exactly. They could be doing her right now. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on, Barbie and Skipper. Come on. I've seen those Ken outfits. Right. The only thing that, that didn't make him gay in Toy Story 3 and 2 was um, Michael Keaton's voice. <laughs> I saw the ascot with the shorts. Anyway. Um, or Barbie with a stripper pole. I bet a lot of strippers would buy that for their daughters too. Let's really prepare these kids for the future. Why tell them fairy tales? We all know life is not a fairy tale. What is it? As she picked up her Bible and prayed for the souls at Mattel. Exactly. Fucking people. That's Ashley's one. Can, I, can, can we write a comment? Probably. Let's comment anonymously. <laughs> but then put, like, the podcast email address. <laughs> we at the Are You Serious podcast think that you fuckers are nuts. There's nothing wrong with this. Go back to your stupid little caves here's one what has tattoos got to do with harmful and deadly poison like cigarettes or alcohol or suicide or a prison sentence and what's this quote message it's sending out that you're all so concerned about valid questions yeah uh that it is okay to look the way you want and a pregnant barbie would be bad because childbearing is a bad thing She's been together with Ken for like, what, a hundred years? <laughs> Tattoos are decorations, not labels, unless she's got gang tats. And have been worn in pretty much every culture ever for a few hundred thousand years or so and has nothing to do with a bad lifestyle. Well, unless you're in the Yakuza. Exactly. Uh, and what's with the lesbian comment? I'm so glad we hit that one up top earlier. Yeah. Uh, that's just odd. Having ink on your skin is not a political statement or a representation of either ethnicity or sexuality. So away with the quote politically correct. Shouldn't you all be more concerned with Barbie's heavy makeup or skimpy outfits? I think they're thinking of Bratz dolls. Or is that a perfectly all right message to send young girls? My, my wife works with somebody whose uh, daughter... Um, outgrows toys and gives them to the girls. So she got a bunch of Barbies and stuff. And um, both girls got the stuff, which is very nice. Very yeah. nice. There were a couple Bratz dolls in there. They disappeared before the girls saw them. Oh, yeah. we got, yeah, we, I don't like them. We got rid of the Bratz dolls. Well, we didn't get rid of We've never gotten Bratz dolls. Yeah. yeah. Because there's no reason for that. No. 
Okay. And, and, even, know, and even my girls will look at them and go, these look stupid. Well, they're weird looking. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, though, it's like, it's like I, I mean, yeah, so Barbie has tattoos on her and, and, and like stripper looking clothes. What's the first thing that little kids do to Barbie? I have like seven naked Barbies laying around in my living room. So do I. And like, You're and welcome, then, Reverend Scott. And then there's, then there's two in my bedside table but that's yes, but completely those are, those are much bigger and better proportioned yeah and inflatable and pink in but the dark my point is that <laughs> um but, but but here's the thing you, you know what um you, you don't have to go out and buy this barbie for your kid no, either the even kid if it was on the kid's shelf it. okay parents fucking monitor what your kids have or do there's every toy in my house Every toy in my house, I can look at it, whether it's something new or something that we got 11 years ago. Yeah. Okay. I can tell you where that came from. Yep. I can yep. tell you whether it was a stupid McDonald's toy right. or, or you know, where it, you know what I mean? I can look yes. at every, in fact, we, we did this. We, we were cleaning out Cole's room and we come across a whole bunch of toys and there was nothing, nothing in there that I looked at and went, oh, hey, I wonder where that came from. Okay, so parents, just shut the fuck up and do your jobs, anonymous cunt fucking assholes. Geodude29907 said, so what are they calling this doll? Trailer trash Barbie? Tramp stamp Barbie? All right, let me just say that my sister-in-law has more tattoos than that Barbie. Yeah. Uh, Bill's wife, um, a girl Emily that I used to work with. They all have tattoos. Yeah, I know plenty of people with tattoos. And uh, none of them are trash. Two of them are trash that I know. Well, that's you. I yeah, don't. I, no. the, of the people that no, I know I with hang tattoos. I with a seedy group of people. Of the people I know with tattoos, nobody. Yeah. Nobody's no, trash. No, in all seriousness, it's like, who the fuck cares? I mean, <laughs> really? <laughs> if we could have named the show that. Really? We would have. Serious. Oh, motherfuckers. <laughs> I right. can't stand Enough people who one. waste their fucking time. Like, with this shit. Getting yeah. up in arms to the point where it's on the fucking news. I got another email from the uh, One Million Moms place because, I, I, like I told you, I signed up for oh, it. Oh, yeah. You know that, that new show with the little kid that, like, drinks and hits people and shit? It's like a, it, it almost feels like a 60s kind of thing. No. I don't remember what it is. I want to see the show. But it's kind of like, it's, it's an animated show and it's like, um, it's almost like Family Guy kind of thing. Is it on Fox? Is it that one with Jonah Hill? Yes. Yeah, they want that taken off the air. It's for adults. It's a parody. Yeah, I know. These people have no fucking sense of humor. Oh my God. Here is my favorite story in, of the week and then we're going to, we're going to, we'll take a break. If I could get the thing here. The Tea Party Nation urges businesses to stop hiring people in order to bring down President Obama. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going to go on this one. I'll start reading while you finish laughing. Let's kill the children so we don't have to send them to school. That'll cut the education budget. Yeah, then we don't have to pay as much taxes. You know what we'll do? You know what we'll do for for to to deal with overpopulation and uh, and, and food issues? We'll feed babies to the poor. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you people? Tea Party Nation sent a message to their members today urging business people to stop hiring people in an effort to sabotage the economy and make President Obama fail. The message came from activist and trader 
Melissa Brookstone and reads as follows. Wait, wait. Traitor? Like G-R-A-I-T-E-T-O-R-T-O-R? Like traitor to the country. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Fucking moron. Yes. Professional fucking moron. Professional. Well, I don't know. I don't know if this is a volunteer position. Oh, my God. Resolved that. All of these start with resolved that. Oh, because they're stupid cunts is why. I'm sorry. I just have no tolerance for these ass monkeys. I really don't. How come they never come to my door looking for looking to talk to me? Because they're scared as huh? fuck to come to Massachusetts. Oh, my God. I just want one of them to stop me. Hey, in the mall, like, hey, can I ask you a question? Like, we're with the tea party. We'd like to know what you think. Oh, you do? Really? Sit down. I'm going to tell you what I think. <laughs> Maybe that scene from Josie and the Pussycats all over dickhead. again. How much time do you have, fucker? Fuck my life. <laughs> Let me go... To the sporting goods store first. They sell aluminum baseball oh bats, my right? God, I just... Okay. The Obama administration and the Democrat controlled Senate in alliance with the Chubb Group, no, with a global progressive socialist movement, <laughs> have participated in what appears to be a globalist socialist agenda of redistribution of wealth. And the waging of there has not been, quite <laughs> frankly, there that? has not been an administration in American history, okay, that is organized enough to get this country together. Never mind organize a global fucking anything. Okay? So fuck that shit, you nut jobs. That sounds like such conspiracy theorist oh, bullshit, Jesus. doesn't it? fucking ass monkeys um and the waging of class warfare against our constitutional republic's heritage of individual rights free market capitalism and indeed our constitution itself Blah, shut the fuck these up. people don't know what the fucking constitution is uh i'll just skip the rest of that one. Oh, the goal is to collapse the u.s economy and globalizing us into socialism resolved that president obama has seized what amount to dictatorial powers to bypass our Congress. Really? Really? Bush had hundreds of signing statements yeah. on every bill that he passed. Yeah. And this guy's a dictator? They need to pick one. Is And I posted a picture earlier on Facebook. Is he a fucking hippie, a secret Muslim, a communist, or a Nazi, or a socialist? What is he? Because he's only one. I know. Well, I guess he could be a Muslim socialist. They also say he but, might be black. Well, I only hear half the people saying that. Uh, let's see what else we and got. And he's from Hawaii, which is notoriously believed to be an island. Yeah. Wait till they find out it's really just a peninsula. <laughs> Resolved that. By their agenda and actions, those in our government who swore oaths to protect and defend our Constitution have committed treason against the United States. Yeah, they're called Republicans. Oh, my fucking God. The current administration and Democrat majority in the Senate in conjunction with... They don't have the... Huh? What? Nothing. Go ahead. Okay. In conjunction with progressive socialists from all around the country, especially those from Hollywood... And the left-leaning news media, indeed most of the news media, actually, I can I can honestly call fucking shenanigans on that. Because if that was the case, Occupy Wall Street would have been in the news every day from exactly. day one. Um, 
Okay, I'm going to skip down past all the resolves that I, an American small business owner, part of the class that produces the vast majority of real wealth producing jobs in this country, bullshit, hereby resolve that I will not hire a single person until this war against business in my country is stopped. And there you have it. This is yet another admission from the right wing that they are willing to bring the American economy crashing down on all of us in the hate-inspired effort to bring down the first African-American president. Or I would just say Democratic president, personally. Fucking understand people. The, the, the Tea Party should, if they believe what they honestly believe, don't you think they should be out there with the protesters? Yeah. 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 And we had said from the beginning that they were just a fucking functioning arm of the, de- of the Republican Party. How many Democrats in the Senate? I don't know. Let's take a break and we'll find out. Okay. Is Andy home? Oh, me so sorry. He no home right now. You follow me. Oh, Andy's room smells kind of weird. Yeah, really strange. He left his computer on over here, too. Hey, guys, why do you think Andy might have this mask of human skin? That's weird. Maybe you guys know why there's this machete in the corner. His computer's just knife enthusiast websites in American apparel. Oh, wait, there's another website here. Palaver.com. Palaver. Okay, Palaver. Whatever, I Palaver. think. Yeah, he's definitely got the serial killer board up right under uh, Night of the Living podcast discussions. Oh, Jesus. Uh, maybe we should get the hell maybe out of here. Maybe we should go. Yeah, I think we should. Hey, guys. You ready to record? <laughs> if you're a fan of horror films, you should check out Night of the Living podcast at notlp.com. Hey fans, it's Ken Forey. Just want to tell you about Mail Order Zombie. Great company. They review zombie films, any zombie film, every zombie film. And it's uh, something you should tune into. So if you get a chance, go to the website, look these guys up, Mail Order Zombie, and find out what the hot zombie films are today. What's going on? These guys are right on the the cutting edge of of reviewing zombie movies. And if you're a zombie, or you want to be a zombie, or you're thinking about being a zombie, or your mom's a zombie, your dad's a zombie, your damn mother-in-law's a zombie, tune into Mail Order Zombie, baby. You'll find out what's going on. Ken Forey, and that's out. Famous Hollywood producer Robert Evans. 
You know, I've made a lot of powerful enemies during my time in Hollywood. Like the time I pushed Steve McQueen in front of a moving car on the set of The Getaway because he was macking on my lady, Ally McGraw. But I've made one great friend, a boffo friend, if you will, since I retired. It's called Show Show, and it's the best fucking movie podcast ever. It's even better than cocaine, which I would know a lot about. Visit Show Show at showshow.podomatic.com or search Show Show, all one word, in the iTunes store. Across the gray, it's meaningless. On the borderline, nothing is real except for you and I. I had the I had the number backwards. I thought you said Republicans. It's fifty seven uh, Democrats. Okay. So ass monkeys. Yeah. Well. All right. Let's see what we got on the website because we got some people post some stuff here. Um. So I put a thing up. Uh, the Barbie thing I put up. Gaddafi's dead. We got that. Have you seen this William Shatner Bohemian Rhapsody thing? Yeah, I heard he's doing an album or something. Yeah, he? he did one. Yeah, it's supposed to be kind of funny. I didn't. I didn't like it. Well, I don't. I mean, it's not good. It's amusing. That's but all it is. You should see. Like, let me go to uh, this website. I always go to that. I half enjoy and half pisses me off. And I will read you some of the comments from this video as soon as it loads. Basically, I mean, you can't take it seriously. Quite frankly, you want to bet. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see i thought it was actually kind of fucking a creepy video so i haven't he, seen the video i've heard clips of the music yeah so we have um no words should have sent a poet uh here's a normal person that says that is the creepiest thing i've seen in a while uh, play a little of it really just look, just a little bit of it. All right. Well, I'm going to skip ahead because there's some people talking in the beginning. Yeah. Is this just fantasy? <laughs> Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. I don't. I don't. Open I, your eyes. I don't get it. Look up to the skies and see. You know what it is like. <gasps> I'm just a poor boy. <laughs> I need no sympathy. <laughs> Cause I'm easy come, easy go. Little high, little low. Anyway, the wind blows. All right, so. Doesn't really matter. Wasn't, you know, this, wasn't this played out years ago? Probably, yeah, but that's what makes it funny. Cause, to like, me. who cares? It's like, 
It's Bill Shatner. Let him do whatever the fuck he wants. Doesn't mean I have to like it. Mama. No, you don't have to like it at all. I think it's, I personally, Just I think it's kill. kind of funny. I mean, the video's weird, and it looks yeah. cheap, but whatever, like, why do people bother? I don't want to die. What, what, what do people write about it? I suck. What are they offended? I never. Is, is, is Bill Shatner ruining their, their, their childhood? No, no, quite the opposite, actually. People think this is like the second fucking coming of rock and roll or something. You're kidding me. What do people say? Uh, beautiful. This is what's missing from today's music videos, just sheer total insanity let loose. Um, some people can't handle that kind of psycho trip. Uh, this one says I'd like six minutes, the uh, six minutes of my life back. Okay. Yep. Um, but people lose their shit for Shatner. I don't get it. I, I don't know. The further down you go, it's like, what the holy bumblefuck did I just watch? But but, you're, but do you know what's great about him? Okay. He's played, as far as I'm concerned, two iconic characters. Okay. What's that? Kirk and TJ Hooker? Kirk and TJ Hooker. Yeah. Okay? One of them's memorable. But you know what, though? And then there's a third character. That he plays. Yeah, William okay. Shatner. William Shatner. Exactly. Yeah, sorry, I had to. I, 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 I knew where no, you were exactly. Going. Exactly. And, and yeah. you know what? Fuck it. Just great. He does whatever the fuck he wants. People yeah. dig him. Good. Yeah. You know? I don't have a problem I with him. I, I, think, I, I think it's I think it's just like, all right, fine. I, whatever. I, I just get more aggravated with the reaction to it. Like that's like epic or something. It's not good. Not at all. It's not good, but you know what? If this is how the guy wants to spend his money, hey, whatever. Sure. You know, I mean, there are other people who have spent their money in, you know, worse ways. Charlie Sheen. Here's the here's the Jesus fucking Christ mind blown. I can't even begin to describe how truly astonishing, mind fuckingly awesome that was. It goes on. Okay, keep going. I would literally freak the fuck out if I was staring up at the sky and William Shatner's face was looking down at me like it does when okay, he gets Okay, clearly to this guy is high. For me part, and coming at me all of a sudden while this guy goes a psychedelic horrifying trip. And then the whole spirit in the sky at the end, wow, just wow, William Shatner, I goddamn salute you. Meanwhile, Shatner's not even in the fucking video. It's a CG face in the sky, and it's poorly manipulated, by the way. Anybody who writes more than like 10 words about this has really got to reevaluate their life <laughs> and wonder why why did I just why did I spend time commenting on this? Here's one pure blasphemy. I am sad I watched that. Oh, you know what? Can you reply to him and tell him I think he's an asshole? No, I'm sad that I watched it too. <laughs> it was a waste of my time. There was nothing in that that I hadn't seen him do years and years ago the funniest thing i actually saw him do was on futurama when he did a spoken word version of an eminem song yeah because it's a spoken word version of a spoken word song right that was fucking funny this i've i've seen it before yeah of course so it's it's nothing maybe just because it's nothing new it's the yeah, lucy it's, in the sky no, with diamonds all yeah over exactly again. so it's whatever yeah, it's like okay, this happened. Moving on. That's that's a good you point. Know, so let's move on. All right, so let's see what else we got here. Uh, we we did we did a break, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, a little bit ago. Um, let me just go down to make sure here. 
<laughs> John posted just a big sign. What the fuck? About what? He says, uh, what the hell is this 60% bullshit that exists in American politics? I thought 51% was a majority. Somebody got some splaining to do. Okay. Family with newborn. Okay, that's from last week. So let's see. This one was posted by Mark. Mark posted this one. And Kansas City Church is tiptoeing around the latest scandal. Okay, these stories for me are just the same old, same old thing. If anything, okay, these guys should be smoted or smited or whatever the fucking past tense of that verb is. Blown. Okay, just because they're fucking stereotypes. Oh, my God. Surprise. Someone in the church blew a kid. No fucking kidding. Like, no kid. You know what? Do you know what would be news right now? Do you oh. know what would be news? You know? Pastor in parish for 55 years never did anything inappropriate. That would be news. Okay? Because right now, all the church is this kitty fucking farm. That's all it is. Okay? Yeah, there's some praying going on, and I don't know what that water at the front is for. What, to wash the cum off your hands? Oh. I don't know, man. But whatever the fuck. Just these, these stories are not surprising to me anymore. It's pathetic. Can Sorry. I read it now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Kansas City, Missouri. I think the big deal is that now they're actually in America. Because before it was like Italy and shit. Remember the Italy story we read about the guy that had the drugs and the... Yeah, I know, but that, the, the that was a funny going on story. The, this stuff's been hey, going on the around my here. Shoes? This stuff's been going on around here, though, Yeah, in America. This is not surprising. Is the Reverend Justin new. Hoy was struggling to figure out what, if anything, to say on Sunday to his parishioners at St. Patrick's Catholic Church. Huh. When he was found with his hand up a little boy's... About the new turmoil facing the local Roman Catholic diocese. What's he stand up there and go, oh, um... Hey, how, about, how about them colds? <laughs> There's a boy under my robes. Days before... This is not police academy. <laughs> Days before, news had broken that Bishop Robert Finn and the diocese had been indicted on criminal charges for failing to report a priest found to have pornographic photos of children, including children of his con- congregants. Well, that's a word you don't see too often. The priest is accused of having taken more such f- photographs in the months before the church leaders turned them over to law enforcement. Father Hoy, after reaching out to priests in neighboring parishes, all of whom expressed the same uncertainty, decided not to address the matter directly from the pulpit, but to offer a homily on man and God that emphasized forgiveness. <laughs> if by forgiveness that's he means... Anal rape in prison. Right. I'm sorry I fucked a little boy. <laughs> My bad. What do you mean? We, we can't do that anymore? What is That's the whole God. reason I joined. Really? Is this what? YMCA. But can right? I get can I get grandfathered in? Because um what? Just really? That's not happening anymore? Most people send a memo are savvy enough to understand what I'm saying without having to actually say it. The fucking hypocrite said. He explained between morning services at St. Patrick's. Is that what they call it now? Morning services? <laughs> it's a polarizing subject and not everyone is in the same place. No, that's right. We all want you fuckers to go to jail and you don't want to. And you're all surprised. The announcement on Friday that Bishop Finn of the Diocese of Kansas City, St. Joseph, has become the highest ranking member of the clergy to be charged with a crime stemming from the sex abuse scandals that has engulfed the church and caused disappointment and anger in the Catholic community here. Nowhere is that more true than at St. Patrick's with the former pastor, the Reverend Sean Radigan. 
was once well regarded for his easy manner, fondness for children. Oh, there's a clue. Yeah, his fondleness for children. Aww. And the camera that he always brought to events at the church and the parish <laughs> elementary that school. wasn't a hint. Wow, and the fact that the front of his robes weren't really there, and he never wore underwear. As, <laughs> we thought it strange that a priest would walk around with an exposed erection, but <laughs> hey, you know, catechism, whatever, things change. Hey, you know, so I just don't get it. I don't understand, like, I don't know. I don't know. So, he, but the he thing also is, though, after all this the, time, because every week, every week there's another story, you would think but the, that... Uh, they would stop the diddling the boys. Well, maybe they have, but that shit doesn't go away very easy. Oh the biggest part out of this whole thing is he said, if you're a good Catholic, you've got to forgive him. No, fuck you. There's no such thing. I don't know. I don't know. So. Yeah, is because this the they same really thing? just want to be like that Italian guy in Eurotrip. Let me scoot. So Randy posted this one. Dan Savage challenges Herman Cain. If being gay is a choice, then suck my dick. (laughs) It's an interesting debate approach. Because Herman Cain said being gay is a choice. Okay. So here's the letter. Dear Herman, if being gay is a choice, show us the proof. Choose it. Choose to be gay yourself. Show America how that's done, Herman. Show us how a man can choose to be gay. Suck my dick, Herman. (laughs) Name the time and the place, and I'll bring my dick in a camera crew, and you can suck me off and win the argument. Very sincerely yours, Dan Savage. That's fucking awesome. I, I had to add that inflection to it because you know that's how we wrote it. And meanwhile, you know that Fox News or Fox like <laughs> broadcasting is like, you know what? We would um we would air that. Fox broadcasting, yes, but Fox News is like, and we will condemn it. <laughs> Kane flip flopping. Uh, is that what it's called now? Yeah, uh, yes. Flip flopping so. or cock swaddling or whatever. The letter above is challenge that Dan Savage posted to Herman Cain today in his column, Slog, The Stranger, I don't know what that stands for, for Herman Cain to prove his theory that being gay is a choice. Last night on CNN, Herman Cain told Pierce Morgan, Jesus Christ, that once again, being straight is something that a straight person can take or leave. Or in other words, being gay is a choice. And he will believe so until he sees proof stating otherwise. That's If he doesn't want to do it, I think that's proof enough. Wouldn't you say? Oh, my God. Well, we need to see proof of your theory, Herman. So prove yourself right and that you aren't filled with Santorum and prove <laughs> that it is a choice and choose to do it and suck it, Herman. Suck it. There's audio In a statement, here. Kane said, look, I'll jack him off, but... So when did you decide you liked girls? Hi, everybody. Thursday, October 20th, Buzz 60 Politics. I'm Jetty Dapper. That's a question that Herman Cain was not asked by Piers Morgan last night, but it would have been pretty interesting to hear the answer after Cain explained his views about homosexuality. I happen to think that it is a choice. Do you believe that? I believe that. You believe people wait? Seriously, you think people get to a certain age and go, I think I want to be homosexual. Let me turn it around to you. What does science show? You show me evidence other than opinion 
and you might cause me to reconsider that. I just think he's putting aside the now 40 years of science that demonstrates just that. <laughs> what are the political implications of this? Well, it used to be for a Republican, none. But now, when well more than half of all Americans believe being gay is not a choice and same-sex marriage should be legal, Kane is proving how vulnerable he would be in a general election. Buzz 69, you know, pass it on. I love the song choice. Yeah. Herman Cain's a retard. Oh, in God. He every... He's the front runner right now? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, he's right behind Romney. Okay, so you know what? Michelle Obama is, like, measuring for new drapes. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course, she's probably saying to her husband, can I debate that dummy? <laughs> Are you kidding? Can we have Malia do it? I was just going to say, Malia's just like, Dad, you want me to take this one? You and Mom go to a movie? I'll, I'll school I know 10-year-olds that could I'll beat this guy in a debate. I'll this bitch. Crazy. He's just so fucking retarded. Yeah. Yeah. And not in the they-can-do-anything sort of way. Oh. Sorry, I had to go Sarah Silverman on that one. Yeah, just but, like you um, can't say anything. Yeah, <laughs> I just sometimes... We made an just... edit on this show <laughs> oh my that God. no one will this ever hear. This has to be the funniest edit ever. Oh, uh, boy. Did you get rid of that completely, or did you save it? I think it's... Well, I cut it. I didn't delete it, oh, so great. it's so still you just there. Might accidentally paste it somewhere. That's great. That'll how we'll, that's how we'll end the show. Oh, oh, great! <laughs> no, that was no. really, really weird because that's not me. That's funny. <laughs> no, we're not gonna. No hints. Nothing. Wow. No, nothing at all. Okay, so we got we got Herman Cain, and I think we were peaking a little bit earlier. I think I may have corrected that problem. Oh, um, God, I have so this other guy, up. and then uh, we have to do this one. It follows the Herman Cain. You choose okay. to be gay. Okay. Um, oh, really? Christian right-wing pastor Mark Driscoll says masturbation is a form of homosexuality. Well, Mark, you know what? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, he can't. That's you gay. You and your Mickey Mouse muscle shirt, you piece of shit. The Christian right has much to say about homosexuality. Oh, excuse me. I burped because it makes the bile rise in my throat. <laughs> Fred Phelps says God hates them and stages protests uh, at the funerals of American soldiers to bring attention to his hatred. An anti-gay Christian right-wing activist recently said there wasn't any proof that LGBT people exist. Remember that story? Oh, yeah. And most recently, a conservative crowd booed a gay soldier during a GOP debate because, as we know, they're all retards. Now a pastor on the Christian right is saying that masturbation is a form of homosexuality. <laughs> Pasturbation. Oh, that was from the last story. I know, huh? No, the one before that then. You know the one I'm talking about. It was that one. Quote, Pastor Mark Driscoll says that men need to stop masturbating because it's a kind of homosexuality. In a booklet titled Porn Again Christian. How cute. Not really. <clears throat> a frank discussion on pornography. Eesh. And I'll give masturbation you a frank discussion on pornography <laughs> for God's men. Hold on, the, the 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 title just keeps going. Let me start over again. Okay. It's called "Porn Again Christian: A Frank Discussion on Pornography and Masturbation for God's Men." Wow. Okay. Driscoll of the Seattle-based Mars Hill Church says, first, masturbation can be a form of homosexuality because it is a sexual act that does not involve a woman. If a man were to masturbate while engaged in other forms of sexual intimacy with his wife, 
then he would not be doing so in a homosexual way. However, any man who does so without his wife in the room is bordering on homosexual activity, particularly if he's watching himself in the mirror and being turned on by his own male body. Now, I got a couple things there. I got news for you. For one thing, the last thing in the world I look at when I'm masturbating is me. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Thank you, Lexi Bell. But like, okay, not everybody is Anthony Weiner. Who looks at themselves in a mirror when they do that? <laughs> Who names their dick Anthony? <laughs> wow, that's a good point. Um, second, doesn't he realize that women masturbate too? Maybe not. How come it's only men? All the time, it's only men. Nobody ever complains about lesbians. Yeah, I know. Because that's hot. Unless they're ugly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. How much editing do you want me to do on this damn show? <laughs> Frank was in the room, but we can't use anything he said. He goes on to say, in sermons offered at this website, Driscoll also says that Christians should judge gay people like Jesus. What the fuck does that mean? If you leave this church, you can go to another church and they will tell you if you are living together and not married, that's okay. They'll tell you if you're gay, that's okay. They'll tell you if you're married and you're into porno and wife swapping and open marriages, that's okay. God is displeased with that conduct. Christians, therefore, must be judged like Jesus. I don't get that. I still don't get the judge like Jesus. If you want to get judged like Jesus, well, you know what? Where did Jesus end up on a fucking fence? What? Well, they, I Jesus, don't understand what you just said. Jesus got judged. Jesus was judged, and they fucking put him on a cross. Well, for a second, it sounded like you had a Scottish accent, and it I don't, totally I was threw me. Choking on, I don't know, okay. something cock okay. maybe. I don't know. Ah, uh, let's see. Driscoll is a poor excuse of a pastor. This Human supposed, being, I think, is the word yeah. they were looking for. Yeah. This supposed man of God should know that Jesus was not judgmental, and he certainly frowned upon Christians judging others. And Judge you, not. And you know Jesus whacked off like four or five times a day, well, yeah, despite the sausage fucking Because he, he couldn't get he with Magdalene, with. so. Um, Judge not, <laughs> lest ye be judged. Jesus said to a group of men who were judging an adulterer. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. The Bible says that the only sexuality we should be concerned with is our own. I'm certain this, quote, pastor sins on a daily basis and has probably masturbated a couple of times in his life. Interestingly enough, he isn't saying anything about, oh, there we go, about female masturbation. He's probably okay with that. Well, yeah, because that looks cool. And plus, you know he's whacking off. Look at his arms. They're gigantic. Of course, he jacks off at the gym locker room. He's probably gay, too. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got here. Apparently, there somebody had set up a show your voter ID, show your ID to vote in Massachusetts, which is totally illegal here. I don't know. Um, isn't that for resident? But for residents, like, why are they saying they need to see your ID? Well, that's the thing. I'll bring it up <laughs> here and let's see. Um, fuck it, I'll just play the video. So I don't have to read. Cover girls, set your lashes. No. But Taylor Swift is cute. As much as I like her, I don't want to add I don't like her music. Show. I just think she's adorable. I wasn't saying I was talking about her music. 
I do like one or two of her songs, though. All right, let's see. What Commonwealth we got of Massachusetts, of which I am a very proud resident, and where we have amazing things like is she really? Tom Brady, who yeah, is manifestly Western. awesome. Also, Route One in Saugus, which has oh, shit. great Hilltop. old signs. Also, the Red Sox, who have suddenly become an unmitigated disaster, including star pitchers drinking beer in the clubhouse during games. I don't see why that's a we big deal. We love them deal. anyway, forever. Uh, also, Massachusetts contains Tom Weaver, a Republican who ran for Congress last year from Lowell. Mr. Weaver has a number of causes that he cares about. Mr. Weaver, for example, believes in making it harder to vote. He leads a group that uh, put up this billboard near a heavily Latino district this spring, just in time for an election. Last month, Mr. Weaver set up a camera at a special election in New Bedford, Mass. That seems Mr. Illegal. Weaver sets up his camera, right, so he can watch for things that go wrong at the polls, so he can show others how to set up their cameras in their polling places. And this week, he posted that video that he took at that polling place. And he thinks he saw some stuff go wrong at these polls, even on this very slow voting day. Uh, in this part, for example... A uh, poll worker's cell phone rings, and he leaves to answer it. Uh, I would fix where the subtitle has receives spelled wrong, but it's baked in. Uh, the point is, having the ringer turned on violates the rules, Mr. Weaver says, exclamation point. Uh, a bit later, he tells us someone had trouble feeding an absentee ballot into the voting machine. Scandal. At the end of the video, Mr. Weaver includes some random stills from the polling place, including one that shows two men sitting at a table inside the polling place. Hey, that guy on the left looks like Tom Weaver. Uh, yeah, it's definitely Tom Weaver. Um, and he is sitting at a table with a big sign that says, show ID to vote. I think it is this sign. I think it's this sign right here. It says, show ID to vote. And then it's got some rules listed. Rules, have valid government issued ID. Wait a minute, have valid government issued ID? Now we're on to something that is actually wrong at this polling place in New Bedford, Mass, because Massachusetts <laughs> does not have one of these new Republican laws that won't let you vote without an ID that hundreds of thousands of voters in that state do not have. Massachusetts doesn't have that law. Massachusetts isn't Tennessee or Texas or Wisconsin, all of which have these new Republican passed laws this year that instantly disenfranchised hundreds of thousands of people in those states. Massachusetts does not have one of those laws. Which explains why at the bottom of Tom Weaver's show ID to vote poster, the very last rule after be polite and ask poll worker to verify address, the very last rule is voluntary compliance. See, show ID to vote is not a rule or a law in Massachusetts. It's the name of Tom Weaver's organization, an advocacy group that wants to make it harder huh. to vote in Massachusetts. He wants show ID to vote to become a law. But right now, it's the thing on the top of these signs, and other than that, mostly just a Facebook page. Also, it's occasionally an intimidating billboard designed to dissuade a vulnerable subset of voters. It is also sometimes a couple of guys in suits trying to look as official as they can and greeting voters with their misleading, intimidating sign inside the polling place. When Tom Weaver's group wrote this stunt up about getting inside the polling place with this nonsense... They wrote proudly that nobody complained. Nobody spoke up. And that's what, of course, they are. So don't fall for that, people. What a douche. Oh, no kidding, huh? <clears throat> I don't get it. I really don't get it. Well, I know I do totally understand it. Republicans are trying to make it more difficult for people to vote so they win. It's really all it is, huh? Hey, did you see all the exotic animals that were released? You hear about that? Yeah, I heard they escaped or something like that from some zoo or some. This is like a guy's private zoo or something like that, and then they killed a bunch of them. Yeah, um, it was a little more grim 
Um, yeah, I saw some. I saw some pictures. It was pretty nasty. But he let them loose. Yeah, and then he shot himself. It was his last chance to get back at the police and the government. Oh, he showed them and then died. Yeah. But they rescued a bunch, but they had to shoot a whole lot of other ones. I guess people aren't very happy about that. I mean, they could have tried to tranquilize them all, but I mean, if... if, if what are they going to do with them? People's lives are in danger. It makes it very difficult, doesn't it, to act yeah. quickly and safely. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Um, Damn. Thank you, John, for posting that picture and silver and gold. That's nice. Who is that? Who cares? I don't know, but I I am going to like that picture. Well, there we go. All right. <clears throat> I would suggest everybody um, likes the Silva and Gold page because you get pictures like that all the time, and that's nice. Because as you can see, that was a very nice surprise to see a, a <laughs> bikini girl there. Um, all right, so we'll do a break and then we'll do feedback because we got some links and shit and feedback too. All so right. uh, let me stop this here. And be right back. your tone, young lady. Hey, we're not forcing you to download the internet's best, or at least most booze-filled podcast about Glee. You want to be me. Who doesn't, Sue? But we know we can't be. Instead, Erica and Emily. Uh, Emily and Erica. Who am I? I just don't know anymore. I'd love to stay in chat, but I got a satellite interview. Sorry, we get off topic a lot. The point is, listen to GleeCast following every new episode of Glee. Plus, our sporadic bonus content on some of the greatest bad cinema that incorporates musical theater or sweet dance moves. Going to ask you to smell your armpits. The right or the left? That's the smell of failure. Failure smells like dove. Mine has a pleasant lady speed stick scent. Kind of makes me think of candy canes. Your resentment is delicious. Visit gleecast.podomatic.com or search for us in the iTunes store. That's gleecast with a K, part of the palaver.com family. That's P-A-L-A-V-R.com. Boy, the only thing missing from this place is a couple dozen bodies limed and rotting in shallow graves under the floorboards. We're working on that. This is a great jump film from the Girls on Film Radio. Are you tired of all those vegetarian or vegan podcasts? We just listened to what the Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema had to say about the girls on film radio. A lot of good meat in there. There's a lot of good meat in there uh, that the girls talk about. You guys got a lot of nice meat over there at the podcast. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right. So there you have it. The meaty film discussion by meaty women. 
listen to Girls on Film Radio. Girlsonfilm.podomatic.com Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Are you tired of podcasts that aren't Cinerama? Are you tired of hearing podcasters with voices like mine when they could have a cool accent instead? Are you tired of your current penis size? Hi, I'm Reverend Scott, and if you're anything like me, there's virtually no limit to the amount of Cinerama you'd like to listen to if you could, and positively no limit to the amount of penis you could be packing if you could either. Well, you're in luck, because not only has Cinerama returned bigger and better than ever, but so will your penis. In fact, men and women will see a 2 to 4 inch increase in their penis size just after five episodes guaranteed that's right folks cinerama is back it's leaner it's meaner it's more focused it's more coherent and it will give you more girth cinerama is guaranteed to make your life better and if you don't believe reverend scott then fuck you cinerama is available on itunes or cinerama.podomatic.com It's midnight already. I know. Time flies when you're Christ editing out my badly phrased. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna close down the mail here. I don't think I need that anymore. And I have I'm gonna close that. Dan Savage just sucked my dick. Okay. Um. All right. Let me read this one first. Okay. Let me see. Um. So this is from D. Uh, Chris, you're not too abrasive, referencing episode 162. I think Christians need more abrasion, especially when they play the part of victim. Speaking of religious insanity, here's a YouTube channel, and there's a link there, about atheism that presents the argument in a reasonable layman way. Sometimes Dawkins, Shermer, or Hitchens go over my head, so it's nice having approachable arguments available. I still think this video is pretty good. Um, yeah, let's, let's take a look. Let me click on the first one here. Tony online, you there? Oh, hey, this how is, you um, doing? Uh, pretty well. This is the atheist experience. So we'll play a little bit of this because it's kind of long and the show's okay. already going long. So Good. when you're on, when you're uh, trying to understand things, you have to be like a little child before you accept Christ in your life. When you come to Him as a child, mm-hmm. yeah. and and He gives you His Spirit, wouldn't it be? And, better though why not look to science for instance to say let's find out what the best decisions here are okay i could i'm sorry uh yeah actually the only thing i could tell you is 
I could tell you from a personal standpoint of religion and all the things that you think the Bible and all this other stuff, uh, those are God's words for a reason. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, it's a, it's a deeper level than science and logic and everything else. When I, when I came and I gave my life to Christ, it's a relationship. It's a relationship that you get, yeah. that yeah. you are adopted into the family, that of. he died for your sins, he was buried, and on the third day he rose okay. from the dead, right. and that he's yeah. giving mm. you that same resurrection spirit that's alive in you, and you're adopted into the family, yeah. and it's a relationship. Right. And once okay. you have that relationship, he reveals himself in truth to you, I'm where you can understand the things the of God, where they enlighten you, where you've never known it before. It's like being on, on the outside of things, trying to look in and not understand them. You know, it's okay. like shutting okay. the door, and you're on one side, and on the other side, there's light. Yeah, okay. you open yeah, no, the, I know, you open I know the door, yeah, we, we've, you walk yeah. into the light, and you you can understand. <laughs> okay. Right, Tony, Tony, uh, let me yeah. just let me just bounce something off you really quickly. You you are aware that there are um, a number of other religions practiced in the world. In, in fact, there are I think something like two thousand active religions practiced in the world, right? Um, and and in every single one of these, you can find people to to make the same sorts of testimonials that you're making, right? I mean, you you can find people who are are Hindu. Uh, uh, um, uh, Zoroastrian, Baha'i, and uh, you know who don't follow the the uh, the Christian faith as you do, and they'll they'll make exactly the same sorts of statements about how the fulfillment that they get from their beliefs that you're making. Okay, now does this tell me? Now you have to understand that you're right. Those of us on the outside looking in, does this tell us anything about the truth of that belief, or does it just tell us that this is a belief that has a very strong emotional appeal for the people who adopt it. I mean, we don't deny that people who adopt a particular faith, whether it's Christianity, um, uh, uh, Islam, uh, you know, uh, Shintoism, whatever faith they adopt, we don't deny that they get a great deal of personal fulfillment from holding that belief. But does that person's individual level of fulfillment present us with anything in the way of good hard evidence for that belief? It really doesn't. All that it proves to us is that here's a person that we're talking to, like yourself, who has received a great deal of fulfillment from the belief system, but it doesn't tell us anything about the truth or the falsehood of whether or not the claims of that belief system are verifiable. Okay. Uh, first of all, the one thing is, is that the relationship with Jesus as being a Christian, okay? Yeah. No, I, I, what, I, I, what separates, okay, what separates that from any other religion is that he was the son of God and he okay. lived a perfect <laughs> life and he was the only one without sin that died for humanity. And the only way to get in to the kingdom is through the cross of Jesus. Okay, and like Second I said... Second of all, I'm, and I'm just responding okay, to the well, way that you talked okay. and what you said, and I'm... I'm try just trying to get a fair Okay, well, no, go, go ahead and, 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 and do your whole, and, and, and finish, and then, please. Do and, your and whole. And the difference is, is that if somebody gives you a cup of water and you're on a dry and hot desert island, you have two choices. You could taste to see if it satisfies, or you could say, I don't want it. And you see, once you taste that Jesus is real and he's alive mm -hmm. and he reveals himself to you, 
and he fulfills every single thing in your heart and you're complete, you don't have to taste anything else. And you know what? Throughout the time of You're good. Life, you know, you ought to, you you ought to try a ministry Throughout the time career. of life, in life, you'll go through life mm-hmm. trying to fill yourself with a void in your heart with everything that this world has got to offer you, and it's never okay. enough. Okay. You'll want more and more and more and more. Okay. And um, the only thing that will ever satisfy you is Christ. That's why get back to this guy. You'll never believe it. Let's go back to it. Let's go back to the discussion. Stop. Okay. Right. You have to understand, here's, here's how atheists are, okay? We're just folks trying to live our lives and have a good time, and religion is this thing that people keep putting in our way Okay, to say, no, 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 without this, your life is desolate and meaningless. And we're like, well, no, we're doing just fine. They're like, no, uh uh-uh. uh. You know, this, this presumption that life is an empty void and what have you. Well, no. I mean, there is this big, wonderful world out there. Uh, we get to live in it for a certain number of years. Uh, you know, every day is precious and you make the most of it. And I think that that is, but it, but when you, you listen to Christian testimonials, you do get a, a, a recurring pattern that they form, which is, here's an individual whose outlook on life was one of utter misery and woe, okay, but then they have found this relationship with Jesus, and now everything's okay. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's like, my life sucked, but now it doesn't. Yeah. You know, and uh, if it's solely this whole thing of, oh, I'm, uh, my life is a desert island and I'm in a void, and so I need something to get out of the void, well, but if your life isn't like that in the first place... Yeah. And again, no. it, it, going back to what you were saying before, it doesn't say anything about the truth of Christianity, for instance, mm-hmm. when, again, you've got Muslims and other people out there saying pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah. I was an empty, dull shell of a person until Allah came into my life, and now I have meaning and purpose. Now, a lot, so a lot of these religious beliefs, not just Christianity, but a lot of, a lot of other ones, sort of have a vested interest in people being really miserable. Because then that's the easiest way to bring them in and say, well, here's the thing that you need in your life to, to not feel that way anymore. Yeah. But it's, it's an emotional appeal. And again, it just, all that it says to us is, sure, uh, people who ador- uh, absorb these beliefs and who think they have a lot of misery and meaningful, meaninglessness in their lives, who adopt these beliefs... You know, do they get a little meaning from the from the beliefs they adopt? Well, sure they do. That's never in dispute. But what's in dispute uh, is hello. Does, yeah, am I still on? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Okay. Well, I, I was pretty much I, done I answering your output, and I, yeah. I I could understand where you're coming from being mm-hmm. on the other side of where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I got to say to you is that, uh, you know, you've got somebody that created you. And, and, I do have uh, two people are critical. Yeah. <laughs> he's in heaven, okay? And well, he no, brought I you into this like world, yeah, world and he's brought you into this no, world to find Louis. the meaning of what your life is about. And that's why he sent his son Jesus here. Right. Uh, there is going to come a di- time that he has control of our lives that we will not be here anymore. Uh, and you don't control your own fate. You don't control your heartbeat. Uh-oh. He controls every step of your life. And he brought you in. He could take mm. you out anytime you want. So, oh, oh, oh. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> he can take me out anytime. Eternal granddaddy's yeah. got he the can, shotgun on the shelf, though. This, the time will come when all of us will die in this world. Yeah. Wow. And we will Apparently face so. mm-hmm. the one that died for us and paid the price to us. Uh, and either okay. you know, we're yeah. going to be in or we're going to be on the all right. I said, we, we know yeah. you believe in yeah. it. Yeah, it's we, all up. 
we've it's heard this individuals before. Yeah. Of what we, what our passion, okay. what our heart and life wants. Okay. Uh, you Thanks know, for the reminder. We got to move on, but yeah. but but okay. keep okay. watching. Okay. Thanks for coming. All right. Uh, again, we know you believe that. Tony. Yeah. Okay. But again, just <laughs> just repeating what you believe to us and 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 giving and emotional appeals don't equal. Evidence. When it comes to bullshit, <laughs> big time major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Hey, that's in our opening. I know. Um, I'll tell you though, <clears throat> um, I'm watching this and, and I'm listening to it, but more and more I was watching um there for are they on like a community access or something? I'm like not that? sure. I've seen a little because bit just, on just the, the way that it's shot. Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm sitting there going, this is this is pretty. They have a pretty interesting, you know, way of sh- they just shoot it. Just as they have three cameras, and it's you know yeah. the wide shot and the two close ups, and um, it's just interesting that they um, I just be interested to see where they are. They're like, very patient. Yeah. So that guy basically said that we have no free will, but uh, according to the Bible, didn't the angels all get pissed off when we were given free will? Yeah. So I'm confused. I'm too confused because God will stop your heartbeat. So, hey, nothing I can do to stop that. <laughs> all right, um, that was good. I like that. But there was another link in here, uh, the second one. Let's see what this one is. This says, a while back, my channel was fished and the kids did an audio swap. Unfortunately, I can't get the original music back. However, if you look at the video info below. Okay. I don't know if this is, like, good for the show or not or... What? Zach Attack Productions. Says, atheist. One who has no belief in a god. Okay, I think this is all video, so I'll just link to this in the show notes. Okay, I don't want to, I don't want to have it go too yeah, it's all too text, long with, it looks like. with just text. So, so um, I'll <laughs> leave that up. Um, oh, I actually have to open my email for this one because uh, we had a little bit of a conversation here. Um, so this was back when we were talking about art. And uh, this is D writing again, and he says, uh, "You had a discussion uh, about art." Not long ago on the show, so I, so I thought you might like this. And we have a, a link here on YouTube. We'll see. Uh... More ads. The most headroom per dollar of any car in America. Oi. Oh, Mute she's that cute. crap. All right, let's see if this is. Uh, this is the. Oh, this is right up your alley. This is the New Yorker, so you must like it. something I'm fascinated with because I get a big thrill out of what I'll call, not not to insult them, but grade B artists. Mm -hmm. I I really like grade B artists. This is Steve Martin, by the way, folks. I don't mean to to give them a grade, but just in terms of, you know, Picasso, and then there's, you know, somebody else. Oh, no, we'll take, you know... A steady diet of masterpieces, you know, makes you fat and gives you gout. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, you can't you can't be eating the beef Wellington for breakfast. You know, um, hmm, um, <laughs> yum yum. Or maybe you can. Uh, but uh, yeah. no, I mean, I I think the um, 
I think part of the, the problem is the masterpiece thing. You know, the, as once said, you know, the masterpiece is a meso-Antarctic limb. How do you say his name? You know, like, I don't you know. know. <laughs> we all see these. He's an art critic. The Metropolitan. Yes. Peter Schendel. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's that. Uh, you know, I got to write that. that pretty down. good. Pretty good. <laughs> you know, it's like it seems to me that you know, for every masterpiece, there has to be a certain quantity of pretty good art. You know, of, of really good, bigger quantity of pretty good. Steve Martin's a big art collector. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, and and that if you if you love art, you're going to be you're going to be interested in everything, including the bad. I mean, it's like you you learn a lot more from bad art than from good. I mean, it, mm. it you know you learn from good art that you can't do it and you don't understand it. From bad art, you see you see where it breaks. You see, you know, you, it it doesn't come together. You can take it apart. And and I think uh, I, I don't know any artist who has not enjoyed. It's not enjoy talking about a bad artist. I mean, it's like you start out about how bad they are, and you keep talking, and and in, in, in ten minutes you feel like you love them, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, and and the, and the, the little minor paintings in big museums. I mean, I find them. I mean, some some days I'm just not in the mood for a masterpiece. You know, I'm feeling fragile. You know, <laughs> you know it's like. You know, so you take you take some little minor thing that nobody has looked at in, you know, if it had a timer on it, it'd be like you know, eighty nine days and three hours, <laughs> minutes, you know, and 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 you got it absolutely to yourself, you know, and uh, and that's a joy, and that's one of the things I, I love about your collection. That, that, Thank you. You know. Thank you very much. He's a very good collector. And and by by the way, I I think I I'm going to lower the price of admission. <laughs> Um, I'm not, I'm not big on, on most abstract art and I definitely wasn't, uh, a big fan of, uh, minimalism or anything when I was yeah. in art school, but the painting on Modern Family that Cam and Mitch have in their house that's red and black. I never noticed it. I see it every time it's okay. on. I just, I love that painting for some reason. I don't know. And there, there was another sitcom that had a really nice abstract painting in the back. I can't remember what it was. I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, back to feedback. This um, says, by the way, Steve Martin is a big collector of art, and he wrote a novel on the subject. Um, Object and, of beauty. Yep, that's that's what the link is. I have a lot to say about your critique it's a good book. of the. I read it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I have a lot to say about your critique of the art essay you referenced. The author alludes to me. I think it was a French last name. But let me ask you this: Does art happen without an audience? I answered him. What do you think? Does art happen without an audience? Yes. I said, I wrote to him, I'm like, I'll answer this before we record just in case you want to add to it. And then I, I, I said, I would say that all my sketchbooks would point me to yes. And he said, um, he wrote back, is a singular biased opinion viable for a definition of art? Say that again. Is a single, singular, biased opinion viable for a definition of art? Does does one can one person define art? No. What is art? Because that's what I basically just said: is that my art books, my sketchbooks, have art in them. It's an interesting point. Um, and I is something that Monet would keep only to himself. Art. I think art is subjective, though. Art or good art? Art. 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 And it, it, 
it depends on what you're what, what you're looking for. I mean, I could I could look at this Leatherman tool, yeah, okay, and I could look at it as a as just a you you know a, a, a utility, something that has purpose, something that it does, right? Or I could look at it as a you know as a finely designed piece of something right. that is that in addition to its utilitarian right. purposes it is it is that that i find it to be pleasing and and you could say that about any apple product you know people yeah. look at apple products and go oh my god it's a work of art it's it's more than than right. just its machine well, that, it's something I think that's, that is that's intended, beautiful though. but some yeah most definitely but it really depends but is that, on is that cordless phone it was that designed to be pleasing or that bottle of but i don't think i don't think or... art can be i think art can be can can, can art be anything well, I, mean, I think is, the, the grass-covered teacups and uh, urinal installation at the Museum of Modern Art would say, yes, art can be anything. Right. So art is one of those things that, that I think is purely subjective. Yeah. Some people and, could look and at a Picasso. If, the majority of people would look at any Picasso and go, oh, my God, that's a beautiful piece of art. Yeah. Some well, people yes. will go, hey, somebody's you know spilled some paint. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, well, that I, I would be Jackson Pollock. Yeah, but it, it even more so. So, but yeah. it's it's more. I I just I think it's I think it's subjective. Well, I, I do. I I would say that a singular biased opinion, um, like he says, um, is viable to define art because without that one person standing up and saying yes, this is art. You know, you never, nobody ever might right. recognize and then it for then what it is. Then the, then the opposing view comes up and goes, no, no, it's not art. It's a no, fucking it's a leather fucking pair tool. of pliers. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's, but that's. But if you put the pair of pliers on a stark white background and light it dynamically and well, take now a picture got, of it. But now you've got, now you've got two more elements. True. You've got the background. You've got the light. You could also just okay. sit them on a, on a desk. Well, the thing is, though, you could just just sitting. You could take this section of this of this desk right here. Yeah, maybe not say, the Pepsi bottle. But. And no, no, but but even the Pepsi bottle. Yeah, you know that's art because this right here it says something about. You know, you you could argue, okay, yeah, and I can ahead. give you as much bullshit as you want. No, I went to okay? art school. I know how this All works. All right, so this is this, this this says something about you know about our about society, and this is about how people work, and this is about how people live. Yes, it, it outlines it has, the daily struggle. Exactly, of, it's, of it's modern it's family and keeping tidiness and, it, it, and it's, a mess at bay. You, you there's a life right it's here. The human condition. Okay, exactly. That's a, that's All the right? answer to everything right. in art. It's, it's the human condition. It speaks. <laughs> to me this speaks to me yeah it you says know? clean me up right okay <laughs> so he goes on to say are movies more a product than art by this i mean hollywood doesn't put out a movie without the intention of making money and not all artists make art with the intention of making money there are movies that are absolutely hands down inarguably art yeah. Like I would say, I saw a trailer for Immortals, and um, that's just it looks beautiful. Yeah, it looks like a more highly developed three hundred mixed with Clash of the Titans. Right. But every frame could be now, and that's a picture, a a a, a hung a framed. Yeah, but for me now, you're very very visual. Okay? Oh yeah, I I look at it. I look at a, something like that. And yeah, it looks great. Right. Okay. 
and but I'll I'll watch that movie and if the story oh, isn't yeah. there Oh for no, me, I'm not arguing that point. No, yeah. no, no, but I'm just saying it's again, it's our our art is subjective. True. Okay? True. So it's 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 one of those things that it it's I but think this it's, is it's the, an individual this thing. This is our movie's art, I think leads to and i've heard it on other shows too and i think he's trying to bait us into a like a year-long argument um it's it's one of those i honestly believe that yes and no is the proper answer to that is scary movie art no is cave of forgotten dreams yeah sure i'll go with that but it's all like I said, I th- I think it's all like I I can look at. But then again, you can argue it and say, well, that's low art, and this is high art. There's differences. I mean, you could say yes or no, but then I could I could argue from any side of this argument. Right. I don't because, have an answer because there is no answer. No, is Transformers three art? Certain aspects of it, absolutely one hundred percent. But how are we defining art? And therein lies the question. That's we'll see, the we'll see question. if I was pressed, I would say anything that Industrial Light and Magic did in that movie is art. <laughs> I mean, really. But, but, I but, mean, but, in ge- but in general, okay? Yeah. And it's a little late in the show for us to get all you know, know. super philosophical. But and, we can get more and, people and, and in on this, and we, okay? can, we can do this. Um, what, what is art? How are we defining art? And um, that right, and the yeah. thing is, though, it's... If if you define it just as broadly as anything born from a, a, a creative process, or ask a hundred pe- ask a yeah. hundred people and you'll get a hundred different answers. Yeah, yeah. Although we can define pornography. Yeah, it's awesome. It's when the penis goes in, right? <laughs> but yeah, this is something that I think if uh, if you want to write back, we can definitely um, we can definitely do more of that because fuck, we could do a whole show just going back and forth about that. Um, so let's see. Thank you for writing in. And we have another voicemail from James. I'm not sure how long it is, but I don't care. Let's see what we got. How long is it? Nine minutes. Ooh. Oh, come on, iTunes. Really? You're going to fuck me? Like- Chris and Frank, it's James here from Australia and the Art of War. I just thought I'd send in another. Let me try that again. Because it decided it wanted to open up iTunes. Chris and Frank, it's James here from Australia and the Art of War. I just thought I'd send in another voicemail for the second time in as many weeks. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it because I'll try and keep this under 30 minutes this time. All right. So uh, let's plough on through. Um, last week's episode, you were talking about the new character on Sesame Street, which is Lily the Homeless Muppet or whatever it is. Um, the Hungry Muppet. People getting upset with that. I mean, fuck me, man. It's a Sesame Street. Who gives a fuck? Kids are smart. And we don't give them enough credit for that. That's true. Kids I agree. Are embarrassingly smart sometimes. <laughs> they just make me feel like a douche. Uh, you shouldn't. We should never talk down to them, even though they're little. It doesn't mean shit. They're smart. They, yeah, they I don't. Know I don't talk on. down to my kids. Why not? Show them. I know you don't either. No. It's a common thing. No. You see it out in the streets. You know, Maybe so. Olivia. But. Well, yeah. Don't treat them like idiots, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Richard Dawkins with um, Bill O'Reilly. God damn, that infuriated me. That got me so fucking angry. And it caused me to post it on Facebook. And then it created a giant fucking shitstorm. 
Of oh, course it did. Just <laughs> shut the fuck up. Well, he has friends that actually like Man, will voice their opinion and not just ignore he's really it. Really, just right. ratings grabbing. That's all it is. He's just being a fucking cocksmoker. So, which is great because every once in a while guy. I'll get a message from him and be like, fuck "Hey, come on over here about. and look at this." <laughs> he shouldn't even be on TV. He's just the most biased, quite untalented. Really, I mean, <laughs> the things he's saying. He's just goading him into trying to get him angry. But Dawkins is too smart for that. Of course. He's a bloody legend, uh, Richard. He can probably sometimes rub it in a bit too much, but I, I like the man. I've read his <laughs> Yeah, maybe a little. No, he's fucking, he's right on the money, so he's awesome. Um, politics, uh, if you can explain to me, I know I've Googled this and tried to figure it out, but it's so damn confusing, but if you can explain the, explain the difference in America there, what the left is and what the right is, I mean, is there anyone in the centre? Okay. The right of conservatives, they want to keep things basically the way things are. Status okay? quo. Status quo, pretty much. Um, the left are the ones who are a little bit more progressive. They're willing to shake things up a little bit, a little bit more socially oriented, um, you know. Want to make changes for yeah, the better. You could generally. just say, hey, you know what? The left are hippies, the right are bankers. Yeah. That sums it up. Yeah. Go ahead. That's pretty good. Okay. Oh, Chris and Frank, it's James here from Australia and the Art of War. Uh, I just thought I'd send in another voice. He's really just ratings grabbing. And he's just goading him into All right, we'll start trying from here. to get him angry, but Dawkins is too smart for that. Sorry, he's I thought I would have paused it if I... Uh, Richard, he can probably sometimes rub it in a bit too much, but he, I, I like the man. I've I guess I could have hit the pause part no, there. He's, fucking, he's yeah. right on the money, so he's awesome. Um, politics, uh, if you can explain to me... I know I've Googled this and tried to figure it out, but it's so damn confusing. But if you can explain the, explain the difference in America there, what the left is and what the right is, I mean, is there anyone in the centre? No, not anymore. <laughs> I mean, mm. and Tea Party, what the fuck is a Tea Party? Is that, Ugh. you know, derived from Alice in Wonderland or something? I've got no idea. It's, it's fucking <laughs> bizarre. It may as well be. Names. Left wing, right wing, I don't understand. If you can just give a quick sort of, you know... Um, in layman's terms, kind of meaning for all that, then that'd be awesome because um, yeah, bankers and yeah, hippies that works out yeah. when you're talking about it. And I don't know if you guys are right or you're left or you're center or you don't give a fuck either way. <laughs> it's different uh, with different issues, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, mostly left. What else mostly we got left. here: uh, Rush Limbaugh, Limbaugh, Cockhead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? Jesus Christ. Um, Things that guy says, man. No he's kidding. A, uh, an ass puppet. Really, really <laughs> oh, is. I like um, that one. I like it with the it accent. Me, uh, you know, you feel that gamma radiation creeping in and a big Frank out coming on. But, <laughs> but anyway, fuck that guy. Um, oh, at the end of the episode, you had George Carlin, I think it was. Probably. The truth. I mean, damn, that was a great piece of um, audio at the end of the last episode. Just before the end of line section, you know, um, man, why can't they have people like that in power? You know, George Carlin. Well, they get the assassinated. <laughs> That's the way it should be. It's fucking brilliant. So, uh, yeah, it's a pity we don't have men like that. Yeah. Um, running the show because the world will be a, a damn better place. Um, Chris, you were talking about whether or not it's okay to hit a woman if she hits you. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Knock your teeth that. out. That's, <laughs> that. I mean, 
Yeah, it went for me. Protecting myself, and I don't care who's hitting me. I'm gonna fucking hit back. You know, I'd never hit a woman first or outright for no reason. I'd never ever do that. No, but not for no reason. Punch me in the face. She is going to go down. <laughs> I'm not a violent person. But, uh, <laughs> kids would be born dizzy. So. Uh, <laughs> there's no Wow. Uh, Last episode in my voicemail, I mentioned that I didn't read comics much. Listening back to that now, I'm kind of a fucking liar. I don't read (laughs) comics now. Um, When I was talking about the Walking Dead (coughs) comics, you know, um, Walking Dead comics now that I've read are actually the first time I've read comics since I used to avidly read 2000 AD comics with Judge Dredd. Oh, right. I was mad for those when I was a kid. So um, I really. Really got into those. There's a lot of stuff there that they should be um, making films out of. Seriously, if they're looking for something to um, pillage, seeing as they've done all the comic book heroes, uh, go for some 2000 <laughs> AD stories because they are amazing, amazing comics. They were back in the day. I don't know about now. I haven't checked them out in a while. But there is a new Judge Dredd movie coming, and hopefully they'll do him justice this time because Stallone's effort was Fucking terrible. Yeah, the director got fired or pulled from that job, so we'll see what happens. Carl Urban is is going to be playing Joe Dredd. uh, He also said he's not going to take the helmet off in the movie. I hope it's got a hard edge to it and not a lot of comedy, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'd take two. Let's let's try it again. (laughs) So uh, hopefully we can get a good franchise going out of that. That'd be Um, nice. GLaDOS, GLaDOS, GLaDOS Siri for the iPhone. I would fucking pay a lot of money for that. I reckon that's awesome. If you ever started getting a big head and thinking your shit don't stink, just let your phone knock you down a few notches and bring you back to reality. That would be fucking, that would be great. Every time you talk to it, it just puts you down. I would love that. That would be so good. Imagine it. Imagine it. Oh, I love GLaDOS. She's just great. Um, yes, and... By the time you are recording this episode or, well, by the time it probably goes up on iTunes for download, I should be hopefully meeting Steve Vai. I'm going to one of his master classes in Perth, Western Australia, um, and my custom guitar that I've had built, I'm hopefully going to get him to sign it. Um, my wife's sort of cracking the shits because I said to her that... Uh, if he really likes it, I'd let him keep it. <laughs> she doesn't really understand that, but I mean, this guy's my heroes. What do you reckon about that? I mean, this guitar cost me about two and a half thousand dollars to wow. build, and I painted it myself. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I got no problem with handing it over to my hero, and he's been my hero since I was about freaking thirteen years old. I can totally so, understand uh, I don't that. Know. What do you reckon? Um, but anyway, by by the time you answer this question. Either Steve Vile own it, or I'll have it signed, or I'll walk away from there with not meeting him and not having it signed and being quite upset. Well, as we know, <laughs> Still, as we know, he played the guitar. The class oh, yeah. He was going to use it in one of the shows. Oh, that's cool. But he had it tuned to an E-flat. So he's, He wants to start playing guitar, um, so this will be a good start-off for him to have a listen to the world's greatest guitar player talk about... Um, because it's, it's not actually a concert where Steve's playing. He's actually just sitting there talking about guitars and does a little bit of playing. It's like an instructional class sort of thing. There's going to be nice. three or four hundred yeah. people there. So, yeah, it's going to be really, really cool. And hopefully my son will get the passion to 
pick up a guitar and actually learn it properly, you know, instead of just posing with it. <laughs> this is what I used to do before I got told off by my teacher. But, uh, yeah, um, he's a left-hander too, so I want to ask Steve Vai uh. if I can if I should force him to play right-handed or let him play left-handed um, starting from scratch because, I mean, there's not a lot of choice for left-handed um, guitar players. There's not a lot of choice in instruments. You walk not into a lot the shop, of cheap everything's ones. right-handed. They've got one or two guitars on the shelf that are yeah. lefties, and you would know more than anyone, Chris, <laughs> when you walk into a store, you, you just see all the righties. It's just all righties. So I'm wondering yeah. if uh, I should um, force him to play right because – you know, at the moment, he doesn't know any better. But um, anyway, I'll see what, if, if I get to talk to Steve Vi about it, uh, see what he reckons. Anyway, enough blabbering. I've got to go. Um, I'll try to keep this. Fucking hell, it's 10 more seconds. It's nine minutes again. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, okay. Love the show. Keep it up. And you guys are awesome. And I'll talk to you later. And I'll let you know about what happened with Steve Vi. I'll hopefully have some photos and footage and I'll put it up in Palaver and blah, 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 blah. Definitely. So uh, nice. thanks, guys. I'll catch you later. Cool. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wanted a, a nice Gretsch hollow body. And uh, they're like $3,000. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for a lefty. I mean, it's for a, a righty. For a lefty, it's way too much. But they're uh, nice and big. Lefties are freaks of nature. Yeah, I know. That's why. But for me, it would almost feel like a normal-sized guitar for, for if I was a regular-sized person. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, if he's play, uh, personally, if he's played even a little bit, like if he's learned a couple of chords playing left-handed. Let him go with it. It would make sense to keep left-handed because I've tried switching. I can't even play like fucking Guitar Hero and, and, and switch over to the other side. But I don't know. I'm curious to see what, what Steve had to say. I've always liked his stuff. So um, thank you for recording that and sending that in. And um, seeing as how we're over two and a half hours now, what do you got there? Um, how to stick it to the upper 1%. All right. This is from uh, James Equal Opportunity Dork. Yes, a different James than the one we just heard from. All right. Uh, how to stick it to the upper 1%. Stop giving them your money. Fair enough. Bank with local banks, shop at local grocery stores, eat at non-chain restaurants, find mom and pop shops. Sorry, mom and pop stores that sell the things you want to buy, be it video games or popcorn. What's that? Walmart's cheaper? No shit, asshole. Wait a minute. The local grocery store actually pays its employees a decent wage and doesn't run a glorified sweatshop. The reason the upper 1% is so much money is because we keep giving it to them in the name of saving a dollar on checks Mix. Uh, we'd rather go to a big box and get a deal than put more money into our own local economy. I don't deny that I'm a big part of the problem as anyone, but I am not delusional about my part in the overall problem. I do what I can to combat it, but we dug this hole ourselves. It's funny that everyone made huge stink when they found out that clothing manufacturers are using slave labor to make cheap clothes, but no one blinks an eye or stops to wonder how it is that places like Walmart can keep their prices so much lower than every other store you go to. The answer is not paying their employees. The answer is not paying their employees shit, having garbage benefits for the full-time workers, and just generally cutting any corner they can to pass the savings on to you, while at the same time sucking the life out of the local economy. Mm. I don't mean to harp on Walmart because they aren't alone, but they are symbolic of the larger problem. The upper one percent keeps getting more and more of the money because we keep giving them more and more of our money. Stop throwing more money 
uh, start throwing more money into your own local economy and maybe things won't be so horrible. Basically, what I'm saying is I agree with the idea of the 99 movement, but their energies are being wasted. Go pick a chain stores and hand out flyers to customers with directions to locally owned businesses that could actually use our money. Pull your money out of Capital One and start banking with your neighborhood credit union. In the long run, yes, you'll spend a little more on cheese and ATM fees when you go out of town, but you're funneling less money to the super rich and breathing life into the local economy. Just my two cents. Those are good points. Uh, interesting points. Um, yeah. I don't totally agree with them. I will say that I know for a fact that the higher up you get in Walmart, the better you get paid. I mean, like some of the some of the department or assistant or store managers get paid ridiculous yeah. amounts. And of also money. local, local. Not that that helps the the. Sorry, just to finish no, the, the thought, but not that that helps the average, you know, stock jockey. Right. I just made that up. But if you look at if you look at a Walmart. Yeah. Okay. Yes. A Walmart will kill a mom and pop store. No yeah. doubt. That'll yeah. happen. But if you look at a mo- little mom and pop shop. Yeah. Okay. In the town, say you've got 10 mom and pop stores. Right. Say they employ, say they employ, it's the mom and the pop. They employ another two people. Yeah. Okay. Cause those little places don't need a lot of people. Right. So right. you've got 10 of those. That's 40 people. Right. Okay. Yes. A Walmart comes in devastates their local business right okay and they just sell shit all right let's just say those 10 places they're a big market for shit no but let's just let's just say that those 10 places comprise everything that walmart would sell right okay Okay? all right so you've got electronics toys clothes exactly yeah okay so those 10 equal what walmart will sell right okay that walmart's going to employ more than that, forty people. Hundred, hundred and ten. Hundred, hundred and ten. Depending if it's, if it's one of the okay. ones with a food one? store attached to it. Exactly. If you got one with the food store, okay. So yeah. you're going to have over a hundred people locally getting employed. Yeah. Okay. But it's also, not a living wage. But it, but you know what? It's minimum wage. It's not great. Okay. It's, right. Okay. And I guarantee you, your little local supermarket is not paying much more than minimum wage. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Would they, would the, would the, would the local ones pay health insurance? Cause Walmart doesn't. Probably not. So, okay. Also look at, look at, look at the big chain movie theater versus the small independent movie theater. All right. It's not much difference for the hourly worker. For the, uh, and I got news for you. The hourly the worker at, at the chain probably gets paid more than at the independent. If and raises are probably more mm. apt to happen because they have they have they have more to pull to exactly. pull from. Okay, and that's that's well, the we've thing with, seen that happen exactly. In, and and in, that's at, the, at Lowe's, it was the the stronger theaters supported the weaker until the weaker exactly. could get back on their feet. With Walmart into a town, a Walmart is going to contribute to the tax base of the town. Mm. Okay. Um, they're going to employ a whole bunch of people and quite frankly, your shit's going to be cheaper to buy. All but right? would the quality of it be better? I'm I, a DVD. No, oh, I wasn't thinking that I was thinking clothes or food. Clothes at a Walmart are pretty low quality to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you want better clothes, you're going to pay more anyways. No, but I understand okay? what but the thing is. You walk into a, into a Walmart and you walk into a target I'm not saying that the that the quality of a clothes at either one of them are, you know, it's not like walking into a Macy's or a Nordstrom oh, or yeah. something like that. But I would more likely buy clothes 
for my kids at Target than I would at Walmart. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, but what I'm saying is that, yes, Walmarts can can beat the shit out of a small local shop in yeah. a community. All right. But they, they're able to have lower prices, not necessarily because they keep their wages low. I think that's part of it. Right. But I think also part of it is because as a, as a company, as a whole, they have enormous buying power. That is true. That is true. So they're able to get... They're able to get merchandise at a lower price, therefore sell right, it at because a lower they're price. buying million more units exactly. than anybody else. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I do understand what he's saying. If if it's the, if it's people like the Koch brothers that we want to Who the fuck the Koch brothers, they own like at fucking everything. You don't buy the products that that their companies make. You know, you you boycott products, which but, but, makes it difficult because those uh, they all own everything. Exactly, but the thing, it's stuff like that doesn't matter. So, but let, let, let's think about it. You stop going to Walmart, yeah. all right? So, say there's a local Walmart. You stop going to Walmart, okay? Everybody in the town stops going to Walmart, <laughs> all right? So, w- what's going to happen? I know okay? exactly what's going to happen. What's going to happen? You have a ghost town. You have a ghost town. Walmart will die. And they'll pull okay. that store in a fucking heartbeat. Exactly. Oh, we're down fifteen percent in and revenue. Do you really think that those ten mom and pop shops are going to come back up? They're not going to because yeah. the local economy, okay, they can't support those shops because so it's kind they of have a, no jobs. With, with Walmart, it's kind of a too big to fail. You almost, have to almost, keep it open yeah. once it opens. Okay, so like boycotting Walmart is not the answer. Hmm. Okay, because quite honestly, doing stuff like that ends up hurting your local economies because then people lose jobs. Okay, which is more of a strain on 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 the government. And then everything turns into Detroit. And then everything turns to Detroit. The problem is Washington. Okay, I'm you know what? Yeah, there are rich people out there. They're only playing. They're playing the game with the rules they're given. Okay, they're allowed they're allowed but see the, to the, cheat. The the problem is in Washington. See, I don't think the full blame goes to Washington. I think it also goes back to the people that are allowed to cheat because they're paying the politicians to be allowed to cheat. So they're they're cheating in the first place to you, be allowed to cheat. But but you know what though? We, you need politicians to say, "Oh yeah. I don't I don't want I don't want the corporate money." Oh, and I they know. won't say it. No, they because won't. A, a, a politician's first goal, okay, is not to help the people. No. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe a first year. At, 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 in the beginning, it most definitely is. Yeah. Okay? In the beginning, it most definitely is. Yeah. Okay? But their terms are too short. They're almost cut in half because they have to spend the other half of their term gearing up for re-election. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. The, so, the cycle so is, is way too long for, for the... Uh, the um, Running for office. Someone who's really, really altruistic and really has the best intentions gets in there. They don't have any power because they're the new man in, 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 right. in town. So they don't have any power. The junior. They're not on any committees. Okay. They fucking get coffee. They may as well. Yeah. Okay. So then for them to, to stay in the system, they have to whore themselves out, which fuels the problem. Yeah. That's the fucking problem. When did All this right? start to happen? Like it's it's like, always been, but it doesn't it's, it doesn't seem like it's always been like before Nixon. This was a huge big problem, like it is now. There's always been money in politics. Yeah, but has there ever been this much? 
I mean, it's proportionately, probably, proportionately. It's, it's probably always been there. There's they were just always, able to keep it quiet. Right, because businesses are always going to, I think that after may, maybe post-World World War II, okay, okay. Right. when industry really started to, when you had the whole, you know, military industrial complex, when when industry really needed government to to let them do what they needed to do to to, to, yeah. to, to build and to 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 bring the economy back after the depression. Right, right. So it's Occupy Wall Street, I get it. Occupy Boston, occupy all this shit. Yeah. But you know what? Occupy DC. I think there are people there, aren't there? That's great. But if it's if if it's turning into the rich versus the not so rich, it's not gonna nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Because then it sounds like a bunch of whiny hippies, all right? Well, if that's all the news covers, then sure, because we're not going to get... But also, there has been nothing. I mean, you know, some are saying, oh, it's it, it's almost great that there's no leader of this, you know, Occupy Wall yeah, Street. that can't thing. happen much longer. Because there's there's no... Who, what, what do they want? What do they want? Better e- e- Better distribution of wealth? No, I I don't well, honestly well, well, believe that's exactly, what it is. I don't ex- think they know what it is. I think they're mad as hell and they're not going to take it anymore. Big yeah. fucking deal. Okay, well, great. You know what? It's a start though. But it it's it's a start. It's got to start somewhere. Yes, it's a it's a start. I think it's a false start. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I don't. It's You'll been, get it's, some politicians. You've got Obama saying, "Yes, we feel your pain." Blah blah blah. Right. But. Unless there's a radical, there has to be a, we, we talked about this when we talked about healthcare. Yeah. There needs to be a radical, radical change in Washington. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. That's why I'm such a cynical dick about it all. Because it's not going to change. It's the same bullshit for the last yeah. 40 fucking years. 60. All right? Yeah. So it's it, it's ridiculous. And if people th- I mean, Obama came in. Everybody was just like, yeah, he's going to change the world. Everything's going to be great. Jobs and all this shit. All right? And nothing happened. Yeah. Okay? Nothing well, no, happened. Stuff happened. Just it's not, it's not enough for anybody. I mean, nothing realistically. Happened. Okay? Bush, the best thing that ever, the most interesting thing that ever happened to his presidency, okay, unfortunately, it was all negative, was 9-11. And yeah. I get news for you. If that hadn't happened, okay, it would have been Katrina. It would have been Katrina. We would have heard a whole lot about a whole lot more about Chandra Levy. All right, and <laughs> yeah, remember her? Not really. She was the one they were almost about to find when they flew planes into the Twin Towers. Uh, she was fucking yeah. a senator. So, yeah. But but and 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 before that, great. I mean, yeah, you could say that the economy was great under Clinton. Okay, yeah. but. Was it really anything that Clinton did or was Clinton in office as the internet economy and technology started to boom a little bit more? And what did he really do to to allow that well, to I think, happen? I think the only thing he really did was handle the budget a little more appropriately yeah. than other people. Yeah. And that's and all that, that needs to be happening. And he got fucked. Almost. He got well, blowjob. Yeah, all right. That doesn't count. <laughs> all right. But the thing is, though, it wasn't necessarily anything that he did. To 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 no, but maintaining a balanced budget economy. is 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 key. You know what? He he didn't fuck it up. Yeah, he didn't necessarily no, help but, it, but, but he did. The other fuck the, the other Bush had had a deficit, and he brought it back to uh, a positive. So he did something. Yeah, but you know what? Though the deficit really isn't a big deal. 
Okay, well, it depends it's who about, you talk to. Right? Well, no, we, I mean, we saw the thing with Robert Reich last week. It yeah. was it was the deficit in relation to gross, you know, yeah, gross, gross and this domestic whole, This whole debt ceiling argument is just fucking bullshit right. because all we're doing is raising the debt ceiling to the point where it is already. It doesn't matter unless like you we're know, not raising GDP it so that we can up. spend more money. We're raising the debt ceiling to match what we've already spent. I mean, you want to make some changes? Fuck. Energy, I mean, Kennedy had the moon. Let's get everybody to the moon. Yeah. Great. All right. Roosevelt had, let's get people out of the depression. All right. So yeah. let's the public works and stuff like that. That's awesome. Kennedy said, hey, let's get people to the fucking moon. Yeah. All right. Obama had a perfect opportunity. Bush had a great opportunity. <sighs> Instead of putting all this money into warmongering, he could have said, you know what? Fuck oil. Oh, yeah, the oil man was going right. to say fuck oil. Well, no, but I'm just saying, like, and oh, yeah. my God, how amazing would that have been? If he had said, if the oil man had said fuck oil. I would have a little more respect for in him. In 15 years, we're going to be done with oil. We don't I just don't it. understand why we don't go out to the desert and just lay the whole fucking thing with solar panels. Solar panels and wind farms and yeah. nuclear power. If the fucking French You could have solar panels and wind farms <gasps> in the same area. Solar-powered nuclear wind farms. They, they get that, those would generate wind <laughs> with the handicapped whales. But I mean, even if you did like ten square miles of the desert, you could power a lot of the country off of what you got if you did solar and wind in the same area. Yeah. All right, but there's no... it's just empty space. Nobody's gonna build another fucking Las Vegas in the middle of the desert. But what ends up happening is what ends up happening is then you've got people. Like, you've got environmentalists who want to just, you know, maintain the environment. That's great. So Obama wants to keep... Well, you know what? I'm not even going to say Obama. Yeah. Like, the president, because it's right. going to happen yeah. either either party, they're going to keep the environmentalists happy, and then they're going to yeah. keep the, the industrialists happy. But the thing is, I was, just, everybody's I, was just, dick. I was just listening this morning, and they were talking about Nevada, and they said that most of Nevada is... Las Vegas, and Clark County, and uh, Washoe County, Reno, and, and yeah. Vegas. 12% of the population of Nevada is the rest of the fucking state. Yeah. Which means that most of that state is empty fucking hard pan desert. Right. Where's the problem? Yeah. I, I don't get it. You would put people to work putting in solar power. Yeah. Okay. There's thousands and thousands yeah, of jobs Yeah, it's like the there. fucking railroad, you know? Yeah. yeah. So you could run... Probably, I'm just guessing, off of one square mile of wind farms and solar panels, you could run the rest of the fucking state. And it's free energy. Right. Oh, sorry. You pay five bucks a month. Everybody pays five bucks a month for their energy, regardless of what you use. And that goes to paying the dudes to maintain it. But then how do you run cars? You're going to have electric cars? Well, if if, if say, say you do it in Massachusetts, right, and Maine... And, you know, the New England states where it gets cold and we, we have a lot of oil heat. Yeah. Say you did that. I, you know what? Put them out in the fucking ocean. That seems to work. That's that, that, that looks fine. Oh, no, but fucking the rich people on the fuck Cape them. don't want to look at them. Seriously, exactly. fuck them. You know what? I saw one driving to, to Worcester over the weekend each time and they're fucking fascinating to look there's at. One in, there's one in Newburyport. I see all There's the time. one driving into Boston. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to just see because it's this giant fucking propeller. Fuck the fuck those people. Oh, ruins my Martha Vineyard. Fucking fuckity fuck. But but fuck. see, but then again, that's the problem. These are the people who plug money into political campaigns. All right, and that's the fucking problem. You you know what you say? You say too bad. Too bad. You bought your house for the land. You don't own the view. 
I just say no more money in politics. Well, yeah, there is that. No We're, more. You know what? I don't get to. I don't get to. I don't get to donate money. Corporations don't get to donate money. Yeah. You no. You know. Yeah. All right. And the folks who like between advertising, like like TV time and signs and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. If you're a sign maker, you get a tax deduction for every sign you make. Exactly. Okay. You make signs for people. There's a tax deduction. All right. Yep. Great. Yep. You know, so people get their advertising. People can get out. You don't need to be a fucking gajillionaire. Exactly. To then get your then out. truly anyone can be president. Right. Why not? I mean, you could even have. Except a woman. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, so far. <laughs> uh, we're running late. Yeah, we are. So I think we need to do this. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some chicken fucking. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. That is the aftermath. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Hey, Chris and Frank. It's Reverend Scott. While I know there's been some big news in the world lately, I really don't care about any of that. Right now, I'm just too focused on the task at hand, the 2012 presidential election. I've already been contacted by CNN, C-SPAN, ABC, NBC, and News at 10 about doing a public debate with you guys on all the current and relevant issues. I haven't yet decided which I'm going to go with, but I'm sure my people will call your people and set things up. I'm really looking forward to a spirited debate about... Oh, give me a fucking break. <laughs> yeah, it's me again, you atheist douchebags. <laughs> as much as I'm sure America would love to hear Reverend Scott tear into you two clown shoes in a debate... I just don't think it's necessary. Want to know why? Because I can just ask you guys all the tough questions and play your responses. Both right now. <clears throat> Let's begin. I'm here now with Chris Brickelmeyer and Frank Hauser, two men that say that they are best candidates for your 2012 president and vice president. Bullshit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Chris, many people tend to call Frank a douchebag, including myself. <laughs> douchebag. Isn't it true that Frank is indeed an actual douchebag? Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> it's not illegal to be a douchebag. I'd be in jail. Most candidates would be bothered by a fact like that. But but I'm a dick, so... Agreed. Now, you just Frank, said that like your five minutes ago. Michelle Bachman. I want to punch that cunt in the cunt. Hillary Clinton. I want to punch that cunt in the cunt. That new Barbie doll with tattoos on it. I want to punch that cunt in the cunt. Your own mother. I want to punch that Chris. If you had one wow, thing you nice could say day. to all those protesting uh, about being the 99%, oh no. what would it be? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Frank, what is your platform on our quickly declining economy? The fuck are we supposed to do about it? Chris, what do you have to say to the claims that you've used campaign contributions to create a grocery store that forces patrons to have sexual intercourse with the products? It's a food fucking store. What are you talking about? You don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Right. Whatever. Do you both support abused women? Yeah, it's kind of like you don't hit a woman unless she hits you first. Right. <laughs> Frank, what's your stance on special needs children? Don't people understand that they're retarded? <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. I just so fucking sick of stupid people. Send your hate emails to Are You Serious Podcast at gmail.com. People, come on. Come 
fucking Every you're on the t- internet. Look at porn instead, for fuck's sake. Chris, <laughs> your final thoughts on what you think this election is all about in 2012? Infinite amounts of pie. <laughs> That's what it's about. I want the biggest uh, piece of pie. How about you, Frank? Final thoughts? Fuck you. <laughs> Just fuck you. And before I go, let's see what Reverend Scott has to say. I love all the voting public. (laughs) (laughs) About all the tough topics. So until then, I wish you two the best of luck. Peace and love, guys. License and registration, chicken fucker. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry I missed uh, Scott during his visit. Yeah. So that would have been been fun to hang out. Anywho, fucking economy. Nope, sorry. Oh. He, uh, he sent me another thing Uh-oh. real quick. That's a little terrifying. There we go. Yeah, I thought you'd appreciate this here. I don't know how loud it's going to be, though. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> I actually saw someone posted on... Uh, <laughs> The Facebook group, like the whole, like a whole batch of those commercials. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you can you forward that to me? Because I'm going to turn that into my uh, this. Yeah. Penis. Because <laughs> I'm going to make that a ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. I'll make that. I'm going to make that the ringtone for when you text me. Sweet. I used to have the ringtone from uh, from Eurotrip, where it's male, motherfucker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Julie was like, "What? What? What is that? You can't have that." <laughs> uh, All right, we're gonna. I haven't put the brakes in, and we're at two fifty one already. Oh, so that's a lot of time. All right, two zero six three three eight three zero nine four. Are you serious? Podcast at gmail Let us know what you think. About whatever. About whatever. Especially about the thing I cut out about oh Frank. My God. Can you imagine how that would have been used? Oh, my. Oh, my God. That would have been terrible. That would have been. You would have had to leave the show. Oh, seriously. I would have had to step down gracelessly. (laughs) Yeah. In the black of night. Yep. All right. (laughs) Ironic. (laughs) All right. That's it. We're going to go. Bye.
Are you still there? ...for a fair and balanced debate, atheist Christopher Hitchens and Pastor Douglas Wilson, the two people in this new DVD called Collision. Good to see both of you. Thanks for having us. All right, Christopher, let me start with you, because you've made a career out of promoting yourself as an atheist. So when you see these numbers coming out now, specifically that by 2028, 25% of this nation will deem themselves atheists as well. Why do you think that's happening? Well, I wish that was true also. I wish I could really build a career around it. But well, you have. I, I think the number of people who check the none of the above box is definitely increasing, and it's because they want to push back against theocracy and the parties of God and the awful challenge they pose to us internationally, and also I think because they resent things like the attempt to teach nonsense in school under the smuggled through customs name of intelligent design, but I, they're not all of them atheists by any means. They're just simply people who don't attend a church, don't have any particular faith. I think it would be fair to call them agnostic. The number of people like myself who think that religion is false, th that it's a delusion, mm -hmm. um, in other words, and that it's bad for you is still pretty small. Mm -hmm. But well, growing, growing. By, by the way, your side seems to be winning in public schools, at, at least across America. Let me turn to you, well, Pastor yes. Douglas. Well, well yes, it is, by, by all accounts. Well, a lot of things so that relate will, to religion science have will, gone by Science by. will beat pseudoscience every time. Pastor Douglas Wilson, let me get you in here. How do you handle your cool when you sit next to Christopher Hitchens? Because you are a man of faith. Right. And so how do you handle yourself knowing that he is going to just come right back at you? Well, um, it's fortunate that Christopher and I get along, get along, get on quite well off camera. And uh, Christopher wears his unbelief like a fur coat. You know, he it's just one of the things you have to. <laughs> but you wear your faith like a fur coat as well. Yeah, um, even on a hot day. <laughs> so why is he wrong? Why is Christianity not a myth? Well, uh, Christianity is not a myth. Everything comes down to the history of the thing but if Jesus didn't come back from the dead then then Christianity is appalling uh, it's an appalling uh, fraud and delusion and and every unbeliever ought to attack it it's not Christianity is not good for the world because it makes people decent and sober and that sort of thing. Uh, at the end of the day, if it's not true, if it's not objectively true, then uh, I don't have any more use for it than Christopher does. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's a good thing at the end of the day. The, the God that Christopher doesn't believe in, I don't believe in that one either. Oh, that, interesting. That, that would so be, he's uh, given you one. That would be the answer to your question. In other words, it, often when you argue with religious people, they're just completely mushy. They say, well, some Christians give to charity, say, as if no Muslims did or no Jews did. Um, they say, well, the Bible stories aren't really true. They're sort of metaphors. There's some morality tales. Why is Doug, Doug, Wilson, Doug Wilson really believes in it. But, well, because, as he says, if it's, if, if it's based on a, on a fraud if the virgin birth and the resurrection and the miracles didn't occur, which they did not, then, then its preachings are immoral. They, 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 they teach you that your sins can be forgiven by throwing them onto a scapegoat, a positively wicked doctrine. And the, and the better it gets, if someone's, a mar if someone's a martyr, the better it gets, the worse it is, because you're encouraging people to die for a, a, a lie or a delusion. End of line.